On this episode of TasteCast, we will be discussing game releases for November 2021. We will be discussing games we've been playing, including the Lost Ark beta, if you want to know what we thought of that. Stay tuned for that. We will be reacting to the official alpha gameplay of Lies of P, which is a Souls-like game inspired by Pinocchio. And we will be reacting to the Final Fantasy XIV Endwalker uh, official launch trailer for the now delayed Endwalker expansion for Final Fantasy XIV. And then we will be reacting and replying to your comments in prior episodes. But before we jump into that, a couple quick reminders to download and play Knockout City, First Class Trouble, and Kingdoms of Amalar. Re-Reckoning all offer for free on PlayStation Plus. Make sure to download Play those, come back at the end of the month for Plus Club to let us know what you thought of those games, and we will let you know what we thought of them. And our game of the month randomly picked is Remnant from the Ashes. We have played this before on PlayStation Plus. We are playing it on PC now, so we will have a conversation about that at the end of the month. Find out if the game has improved or not uh, in our experience of both. And yeah, we have a Discord link down below. You can talk to us anytime, all the time. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us. And we have a Patreon. If you'd like to support this channel, more than liking, commenting, sharing, and subscribing if you're brand new around here. All right, let's jump into TasteCast. What's going on, guys? And welcome to episode 152 of the Taste Cast Weekly Podcast, where we talk about all things gaming. My name's Seth, and of course, joining me today is Chevy. Chevy, how you doing? You ready to have these conversations about the things we're going to talk about? The things in the thumbnail, the things in the title. Doing good. Uh, yeah, I'm ready. Yeah. This is the first Taste Cast of the month, so we're going to be talking about game releases. Mm-hmm. So I should probably just do that. Okay. I was going to lead into like a conversation thing, but we could just, we just talk about that. So yeah, first Tasty Cast uh, of the month, we cover game releases, talking about all things that we might be excited for, or maybe we didn't know was coming out, and uh, yeah, we're going to go through this list. This list is via GameSpot, so if there's a problem with this list, that's on them, and yeah, let's just do it. So, uh, in November, which is this month that we're in right now, we got Giants Uprising coming out on Steam Early Access November 2nd, that did come out. World War Z came out on Switch on November 2nd. Conway Disappearance of Dahlia View, this is a Japanese game, uh, came out on uh, PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series, and Switch, November 2nd. Then we got Time Loader, never heard of it, on PC, November 3rd. Just Dance 2022, glad those are still happening for whoever is enjoying those. Uh, on Switch, PC, Xbox One, Xbox Series, PS4, PS5, Stadia, November 4th. Where Cards Fall on PC and Switch, November 4th. Call of Duty Vanguard came out. You guys remember that? Uh, On PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series. And that came out on November 5th. Then we got Kid A Amnesia. Amnesia. Exhibition. PC and PS5 on November 5th. Then we got Forza Horizon 5, which I've heard nothing but stellar things about. Stellar. I haven't heard anybody go like, oh, it's okay. Uh, And that came out on PC, Xbox One, Xbox Series on November 9th. Also on November 9th, we got Blue Reflection Second Light on PC, PS4, PS5, Switch. And then also, also on November 9th, we got Clunky Hero on Steam Early Access, PC, 
And that was November 9th. I think it's interesting that they're advertising early access. Uh, I was going to say, why is that even on here? It's not released. Yeah. <laughs> well, the top one was also early access. So there must be a new thing they're doing, which I think is fair because sometimes games have been out for like a year and then they're like, it released. And that get- technically is a release, but they're letting people know you can have access to it, which I think is fine. Yeah. Uh, Jurassic World Evolution 2. I know somebody who's very excited for that game on PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series, November 9th. Then we got Synthetic 2, which I had no idea they were making. Steam Early Access on PC, November 11th. Then we got Grand Theft Auto, the trilogy on PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series, November 11th. Then the Elder Scrolls 5 Skyrim Anniversary Edition, which adds fishing, guys. PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series, November 11th. Then we got Shin Megami Tensai 5 mm. on Switch, November 12th. Game & Watch, The Legend of Zelda on November 12th. Does not say what's coming out on, but I'm going to guess. That's Switch. It has to it's be. Switch, or it's an actual game, like is a, like a, a robot. Oh, uh, it could be a game. Yeah, maybe it's like a thing. That'd be weird. Maybe it's a thing. Uh, Sherlock Holmes Chapter 1, PC, PS5, Xbox Series, November 16th. We'll see if we get a Chapter 2 on that one. The Waylanders on PC, November 16th. Moncage, or Mon- Moncage, uh, PC, iOS, and Android, November 16th. The Last Stand Aftermath, that's the second Aftermath game coming out lately. Uh, PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox Series, November 16th. Then, November 19th, we finally get Battlefield 2042 on PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series. And again, it's on the 19th. And then we got Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl on Switch, November 19th. Re-Legend. PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. No next gen. Uh, even though you can play them on there anyway. November 21st. Then we got Final Fantasy. Oh, we don't. 14 and Walker. Uh, oh, yeah. It got I delayed. Got back next month. It got delayed. We'll talk about that in a sec. Um, well, that's supposed to come out November 23rd uh, on PC, Mac, PS4, and PS5. It's still coming out on those. So that's true. And then we got Evil Genius 2, World Domination, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series, November 30th, Beyond a Steel Sky, PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series, November 30th. And then finally, we got Clockwork, Aquario, Switch, PS4, November 30th. Uh, To clear the air, maybe some people don't know, what's going on with Final Fantasy XIV? I mean, the the TLDR is it got pushed back two weeks, so. And do you know the date? I mean, you can really access is December third, I believe. How you feeling about that? I'm fine. You're fine. Seems like everybody's fine. I haven't heard anybody complain about it. Well, I I saw plenty of people complaining about it. Oh really? Oh yeah. People who took vacation and can't get it switched. Ah, yes. Mad because the and this part I do understand. Mm -hmm. They announced the delay two weeks before launch. That is a little unfair. that being said, it is they did announce that very late. Yeah, and he straight up said he's like, "It's selfish. It's a selfish decision on my own." It's like I made that decision. I understand that people have done this, this, and this. I know it's late, blah blah. blah. I take full responsibility, and hopefully, I can earn your trust back. So, um, yeah. Luckily, the Final Fantasy XIV community is satisfied with the game, so they're not going to be as harsh as like 
somebody who's already angry about the yeah, game I that mean, they're, they've been playing for 14 years. Sure. And, pe- and people obviously like I was actually going to be off that week, too. Mm-hmm. I am off that week, I should say. Um, and I can't get my guess you're playing something else. Adjusted. But I'm just going to play something else. Not a big deal. Um, and Final Fantasy is going to be there for at least two years on this expansion. So it ain't going anywhere. Fair. Speaking of games, you're going to be playing that week. We got a bunch of games coming out this month. Yeah. Which games are uh, games that potentially could be games that you could game? So uh, I didn't even know Call of Duty even came out. That's kind of sad. Um, you know, what's really sad is like three days before it came out, people were talking about uh, all this information that came out about Modern Warfare 2022. They weren't talking about Vanguard. So it didn't even get any attention? Yeah. Um, I'm buying Forza on payday. So that'll be this weekend. I will be uh, picking that up because I'm, I'm, I don't want to say I'm a fan, but I enjoyed three um, mm-hmm. a lot. Um, I skipped four. It was good. And then, yeah, between me already enjoying it and five, just getting nothing but crazy good reviews. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to picking that up. And they're really talking about it. Like, it's just like the best version of Forza Horizon in general. Like everything they've right. done, they've just done that, but more and better. Great. That's that's what I need to hear. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I'll probably at some point, but not immediately, pick up Blue Reflection Second Light. I have the first game. I need to beat it still. Uh, that is not going to be for everybody. Um, if you're not into um, very anime-esque stuff, um, that's going to be not for, like, yeah. That's a weird one for people, I think. Um, I'm definitely not picking up the... 10th re-release of Elder Scrolls 5 for crying out loud. You don't want that? Fuck, I didn't want it the second time it came out. Fishing. You don't want fish in Skyrim? Dude, I don't care. I can fish in so many games. True. Uh, Shin Megami, I would love to pick up, um, but I don't trust my Switch. So. You still having issues? They popped back up, yeah. Um, when I looked it up on Nintendo's site, they said if, if it's unfixable, it needs to be sent in for repairs. I'm honestly at this point... If that's the case, I might just try to get an OLED switch and just transfer all my data over and then just sell off the other switch. So hmm. we'll see. I feel like you could sell it. Uh, with how hard it is to find hardware these days, I probably. Yeah. Let's see. You get a reason to upgrade to the OLED too. And I couldn't I couldn't do it to just do it. I would need a reason. I mean, I honestly would be okay with just getting just another switch even because I don't play handheld. 100%. So... Um, it doesn't have to be OLED, but if the opportunity were there, I'd probably pick it up. So Yeah. Um, I want to pick up Battlefield 2042, but I kind of want to wait and see what people say when it comes out. So here's some fun stuff. Uh, the game leaked, I guess. Some people have already gotten into it. And um, they with this one guy revealed, and take this with a grain of salt, this isn't a fact, but it looks pretty legit. I looked at the picture. Uh, he showed a screenshot of the guns, and there's... As a lot of people say, only 22 guns, and they're very angry about that, Um, which I get because I guess in Battlefield 5, which is a World War II game, there's 25 guns, which seems weird that the World War II game would have more guns than a futuristic game. My whole thing is, is 22 guns is still a shitload. I mean, people play Apex Legends, they're in 22 guns in that fucking game. There's a bunch of games out there that don't have 22 guns, but with Battlefield, people assume there's going to be a lot more. Um... So people are really upset with that, but my whole thing I've been concerned about with that game is not the amount of guns, but the amount of attachments. Because mm. in the beta, it's like two attachments per section. And I was like, I hope there's way more. Because if there's a shitload of attachments, 
the Tracy guns won't matter because my gun that's the same as yours will be different For based sure. off of our Well, you're making a different gun at that point. And Modern Warfare 2019 did a great job with its balance of amount of guns, but also a shitload of, there's like 22 fucking scopes and shit. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, my, uh, you know, M4 is going to be different than your M4. And so that's where it really comes out. Anyway, I thought it was an interesting tidbit that uh, people are really pissed about um, 22 guns. Um, I don't know how to feel about it 100%, but uh, if it lacks attachments, I will, that's what will not be great for me. I'm just going to wait and see once it yeah. releases. Um, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining, Shining Pearl, I am interested in as well. I, I like Pokemon, so um, I have played those before, so I'm kind of curious to see what these versions of them will be. Um, I would play Endwalker, <laughs> but I'll have to wait two more weeks, which is fine. And that's it. So we'll be talking about it again next month Yes, for releases. Uh man so little little uh preview into what we've been playing i've been playing a lot of world war z lately because aftermath came out seeing it's coming out on switch i think it's really impressive because i don't know how it's running on switch the amount of zombies on screen in that game is insane um obviously there's something with the engine to make that work but uh i'm, I'm curious to see how it runs on switch i want to see i know they they had to have downgraded it uh, but by how much I, I'm always impressed with what people can get away with on switch. Cause it's in that weird area where it's like not as powerful as a lot of consoles now, but um, it is just enough. It's just enough powerful that you can tweak some things to get things around there. And uh, world war Z is a game that I think would be kind of cool to have on the go too. So I don't know if I'm picking it up, but uh, I, yeah, I'd think about it. Um, let's see. Call of duty Vanguard, man. I fucking, I buy Call of Duty every year. Last year, I didn't want to buy Call of Duty, but Josh talked me into it, and we both didn't like it. So I'm not even gonna be like he fucking blah blah. We both played. We're like, yeah, this game sucks. So my my hype level for Call of Duty is a little low. And then knowing who made this, what games they've made, them returning to shit we've already kind of experienced, the company's issues this year, no fucking hype. Yeah, the company's issues, and knowing Modern Warfare 2022 is coming out next year. I've decided I'm not going to pick up Vanguard. And typically when I when we do this segment on Tastecast, I always jokingly say, like, what games aren't you going to pick up, right? Like, who the fuck's actually thinking about Like, well, I'm definitely not buying that. But it's interesting. Call of Duty Vanguard is something I had to tell myself I'm not buying. And it's not necessarily anything against Call of Duty or Vanguard or the people who made it. But um, everything I'm hearing about it is mediocre. And so I'm not going to waste my time and money. I think my time's more important in the sense because I got a lot of shit I'm trying to play right now. Um, so yeah, I'm not picking up uh, Call of Duty Vanguard, which kind of sucks. I, I could change my mind, but it would take a lot. So if I knew a bunch of people playing and they all fucking loved it, maybe I'd do that but because um, I'd want to play with them. But I'm not doing it. Uh, Forza Horizon 5 is a must-buy for me. Like, I fucking want to play it so bad, and I would, I would already have played it by now. But um, I'm really trying to play and prioritize playing games that potentially could be game of the year uh, by the end of the year so we can talk about it on the show. Um, and Forza Horizon 5 could be in my top three. I don't know. I mean, it looks it's just a racing game. But I mean, everything about it is the highest quality you can fucking get in a game. It looks insane. So I will be picking up Forza Horizon 5 for sure. I just haven't done it yet. And that's on purpose. Um, because I'm trying to play some other games right now. But once I clear up time, uh, I will pick it up because I, I can't wait to play it. Uh, Jurassic World Evolution 2, I'm open to playing. Um, 
we played the first one mm-hmm. for Plus Club, I believe, or Game of the Month. Pretty sure it was Game of the Month. It was Community Pick. It was a runner-up, I believe. I think it's been so long. Um, but we, positive. but we played it and it was a lot of fun. I'm fucking stoked they were able to make a second one. So, um, whether you know that comes up for something we we have to play for the channel or uh, I randomly have time and just pick it up to play it, uh, I'm definitely interested in it. Uh, synthetic two is interesting because it, synthetic one is or synthetic is a game that I'd never even heard of, and then one day Josh is like, "Hey, it's a co-op roguelite. Like, we should play it." I was like, "Oh, that sounds cool." I downloaded, I played it, I played it by myself. It was fun. Josh never showed up. So um I don't we we I never got to play co-op, but it's it's a lot of fun. Uh so I think I'm gonna pick that up. It's one of those like fucking, you know, like like twenty dollar games that I don't have to fucking play right now, but if I do, it's probably gonna be fun. So I will be picking up synthetic two. We gonna say something? I was just gonna say that's just funny because like I picked up loop here at one point for I whatever the price was on that game mm-hmm. it's not very expensive and i checked my my playtime on it last night because i was just watching some anime and i was just kind of playing loop here on the side and i have like 70 hours in that game i was like played that more than most games man yeah that's kind well, of well some of those games are really easy to just passively play so um grand theft auto the trilogy i'm buying for sure uh i've already told myself that i know i'm not going to beat these games again uh, i've beaten all three of them but uh, I don't think I will. <laughs> it sounds stupid, and I don't encourage people to do this or purchase games for this reason. But I want to see what they look like. <laughs> that, that is quite the reason for sure. So I'm gonna I'm gonna buy them, or I'm gonna buy the trilogy. I'm gonna play a little bit of each game, see what they've done with the graphics. Uh, you know, do the whole like you throw in a fucking Sega game and just kind of remind yourself of what you really dug about it. And move on with your life. Um, like I said, I don't encourage people to buy a game just to look at it. But uh, I do want to experience these games again. I don't think I'm going to go through and beat all three of them, though. Uh, maybe San Andreas. It's the most modern of the three. But uh, me and Sarah were talking about it the other day. And like, uh, I was like, I would just play Grand Theft Auto V. Like, all the Grand Theft Autos have just evolved. They have different stories for sure. But like gameplay-wise, five is like those games. But where Grand Theft Auto is now. Yeah. So the idea of going back and playing, like I watched a video on, on Grand Theft Auto 3 recently, and that, as much as that game is like a revol- revolution in gaming and was huge when I first played it, it blew my mind. Um, you look back on it, Grand Theft Auto has come so far, it's crazy. Uh, that game's like really arcadey and gamey, like you're just running around like getting points and fucking shooting, blowing shit up and like Grand Theft Auto 5 is trying to be like real life. So mm-hmm. it's like, it's crazy that like, Rockstar went from like making like crazy fucking rebellious fun violent games to like that but also like trying to make like the metaverse before fucking Facebook. Um so yeah, anyway, I'm going to pick that up. I'm definitely curious about that. Uh not picking up Skyrim. Uh, I'm done with Skyrim. I beat it once, never never going to beat it again. Um I tried to play it again one time after I beat it and I was like I can't do this again. Uh yeah, me too. I tried modding the shit out of it even. I yeah. Mean, just, I, think, I think I made it about 30 minutes. I was like, eh, if I played this. Morrowind, though, I will fucking play that shit again. I love Morrowind. Uh, Shin Megami Tensei 5. We just watched a review on that. Mm-hmm. Um, to kind of get, uh, get an idea of where people are coming from with it. It looks interesting. Um, because I haven't beaten Persona 5, right? That's the most recent one? Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to touch this, but uh, I kind of want to. Looks cool. 
Um, I don't know much about Shin, Shin Megami Tensai, but uh, I played an MMO of it a long time ago, and it was a lot of fun. So, uh, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe I'll pick it up at some point. But I, I really feel like if I'm gonna allow myself to spend the money and put the time into that, I should just go play Persona, because Persona seems like such a high quality game that I just have not. I've put I put like this, 15 hours into at it. At this point, you could probably buy a. Uh royal the, the yeah the the better. if i was gonna go back and play it i would want to start from the beginning i would just buy royal for sure so i think i might have to start over it's been so long i don't yeah, even know it's, what i'd be able to do at this point yeah uh let's see a 100 am not getting game and watch the legend of zelda <laughs> but i am 100 uh getting battlefield 2042 uh i do have some concerns with where they're going with it but um they're very light uh, and I don't have a reason to believe that it, it's going to be bad for any reason. But like between like the bugs, hopefully they get them fixed. They will get them fixed eventually, but hopefully it doesn't launch like that. But also, you know, people's concerns on lack of content like that. It's a real thing. Um, but I'm still really excited for it, too. So uh, which is such a weird, weird year where I'm like, I'm not buying Call of Duty. I'm not I'm not even fucking remotely interested. Battlefield, though, really excited. So. Uh, definitely be picking that up can't wait for the 19th i hope it launches smoothly dude because you're gonna kill so much momentum if you fucking launch that game in a shitty state ea i'm telling you dude like you fucking you pissed people off with battlefield 5 you pissed off a lot of fucking people and now you got people excited for battlefield so you fixed that until you possibly fucking make them angry because you launch a game in a shitty state i hope they don't do it also, we're at a time right now where the big three companies are all looking real all shitty. All on the shit list, dude. So, uh, They're all on the shit. No one's a good guy right now. This is your opportunity. Yeah. Dude, yeah. If EA starts like, throwing out fucking good games, no, they're going to be the good guy. Weird. Yeah. That'd be weird as shit. <laughs> if they start really, if they release like a good Dragon Age, they release fucking Dead Space, they release goddamn uh mass effect. mass effect they they release these games and people like them that'd be fucking that'd be the turnaround they got that one guy to shut the fuck up about multiplayer games years ago um single player games are dead yeah well that's stupid uh you should talk to sony maybe i would buy final fantasy 14 and walker if it was coming out this month and if i was caught up um because 14 is awesome, but uh, I don't play regularly, so I can't have the excitement should, for the newest content. Beat it. Yeah. If the guy who originally made Final Fantasy can go through and beat the entire storyline in a month, he probably no lifed it. Right, the dude is the CEO of a company. I don't know if he can no life anything. He's just taking calls. <laughs> you can play an MMO while taking calls. What the hell's the name of the company? They made uh, Blue Dragon and. Uh, Lost Odyssey. Anyways. I don't remember. So yeah, uh, a lot of things I'm very interested in, probably going to pick up this month, but only like two major bangers, which is Forza Horizon 5 and uh, Battlefield 24-2 are like my my highest on that hit list that I have to play. Um, I am, like I said, reserving time for other games right now, but Forza Horizon I will be playing uh, at some point this year for sure. Um I'm sure I'll only be able to last a week or two, but uh, Battlefield 24-2, as soon as it drops, I'm playing. I mean, I, I think I already bought it. I think I pre-ordered it, which is weird. I don't pre-order shit, but this year alone, I've pre-ordered like three games because they're like, pre-order to get into the beta. I'm like, fuck, I don't have to play the beta, but I want to play the beta, so I guess I'll just do it. 
the games I'm sold on anyway. So anyway, uh, those are the games I'm looking forward to playing and the one game I'm looking forward to not playing. Let me know in the comments, what do you guys think about uh, game releases this month? Are you guys excited for anything? Not excited for anything? Is there anything we missed on this list? Is there something on this list that uh, actually is dope looking and we just don't know what the fuck it is? And you're like, wait a second, dude, you should definitely check out Beyond a Steel Sky. Let me know everything you're thinking about in the comments below. All right, let's jump into what we've been playing. My list is pretty short, so I'm going to start. Okay. Um, so in the intro, I haven't done it yet, but uh, a little behind the scenes there. But uh, I'm sure in the intro, I told you, this is Inception shit right now. Watch it. Knock, yeah. yeah, now I'm not even gonna say it. They're like, What the you never fucking said that? Uh, make sure to play Knockout City, uh, First Class Trouble, and Kingdoms of Avalar, Amalar, Re Reckoning on PlayStation Plus. And uh, yeah, I've already started playing those, that's why I'm bringing those up because I can't talk about these games, but I have been playing Kingdoms of Amalar and Knockout City. Um, a couple things I'll say without giving any kind of uh thoughts on. Uh, my impressions of the game really um, is I I played Knockout City with people in the community and that was cool. I almost said something that even might hint at what I thought of the game, but it was cool to play with everybody. That was neat. So uh, we should try that again. Got some people together and tried out some very restrictive modes that we'll talk about at the end of the month. Um, and yeah, it's a dodgeball game. So download it. If you have PlayStation Plus. Um, yeah, so the games I have played that I can talk about. First and foremost, the game I've been playing the most. Don't, don't forget the other game you can't talk about. Retro. Remnant. Oh, it's not on my list. Yeah, uh, we played Remnant. I want to play more Remnant. Um, people already know my opinion on Remnant, but I'm not going to spoil it here in case you're new and you're like, wait, what do you think about Remnant? You got to come back. Or there's a video where we're talking about on PlayStation. Yeah. Um, well, we played that. Yes. I don't know why I'm adding the list now. It's fucking too late. Uh, and yeah, we beat the first zone. Uh, quickly. Very quickly, yeah. yeah. We uh, we took our time the first time on PlayStation, and this time around on PC. We're playing on PC this month. Um, which, spoiler alert, is f the way that game needs to be played. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, we beat the first zone, yeah. and I would like to beat the second zone. I'd like to get a third person in. And uh, I'm sure that'll be real difficult. Yeah, no, I maybe this weekend we can do it. Okay. Um, yeah, and that's all I have to say about Remnant, but that is our game of the month. So uh, randomly picked. So we'll be talking about that at the end of the month for game of the month. Um, been playing World War Z Aftermath. If you don't know what that is, uh, a game called World War Z came out a while ago and they have uh, released a either upgrade if you own the game or a full version uh, called World War Z Aftermath where they've added two new campaigns um, I think other content, I can't remember. And then a new class. They also added a first person mode, which is, um, pretty well done. They didn't like kind of cheap out on that. And, uh, yeah, I've been playing the shit out of that lately with, uh, Josh and Sarah. The game has cross play, which is awesome. Not to really reveal Josh's, uh, things going on in his life, but he's got something going on. I'm sure he wouldn't mind if I talk about it, uh, where he can't walk very well. So he's not able to play on his PC. So he's been sitting around playing console games. And I was like, this game's perfect because you can play it on fucking PS5. I can play it on PC. Yeah. Most games should have that. It's so fucking dope. 
anyway, we've been uh, we've been playing that, and uh, World War Z is essentially the natural evolution of uh, the Left 4 Dead genre, um, where you start at a point and you got to get to the end point and survive massive waves of zombies. The one thing that World War Z does that other games do not do is the sheer amount of enemies on screen at once. There's literally uh, reminding myself playing it again. There's parts where you just see in the background just looks like an, a river of zombies. And you're like, oh, it's like the background, right? And then it comes into the foreground and there's like running up, climbing fenced and shit, piling up on walls. And I'm like, oh yeah, this game renders a lot of fucking enemies at once. It's crazy. Gross. Yeah, uh, it's it's pretty dope though. There's there's one point where uh, we, we we were playing and we're getting our characters leveled up. It has a bunch of classes and every class has skill trees, which is awesome. And uh, we start playing on hard, I believe. And uh, it's a pretty substantial jump from normal. Normal, I was like running ahead, just murdering shit, just getting like 1,100 kills and shit. It was ridiculous. But um, it's crazy in, in that game, I can have like 900 kills and somebody else can have like 700 kills. And someone else can have like 600. It's like, that's a lot of zombies that got killed. Yeah. But anyway, we were playing and uh, everything was going pretty good. And then uh, uh, Josh got attacked by like five zombies. They took him down. At the point where I went to run and get him, I just see a bunch of zombies flowing out of doorways. And I was like, holy shit. So I started heading towards these stairs. And where they're coming out at, there's like a, an, an edge, like a cliff. And Sarah's there shooting down because they're supposed to be protecting something down there. And I just see literally a river of zombies moving at her. I go up the stairs because some are chasing up the stairs. I'm shooting them. And I look out and I see her name, but I see zombies flying off this cliff. And she's just in there. And I'm, I literally in my brain, I'm like, I don't know how you survived that. She's she's dead. So I was like, well, I'm fucked because Josh is dead. She's gone. She's disappeared in this fucking in this river of zombies. And I was like, you know, I, I pulled out. There's uh, like heavy guns that uh, do a lot of damage. I pulled out this big, uh, heavy machine gun. I started just fucking unloading to that crowd just to get kills because I knew once, you know, they settled, they're all going to come at me. I died. But anyway, that's a scenario that can happen in the game. But we've been playing it. We've been making an effort to start from the first level, play through all um, the levels in the game. Um, we got to some of the new content, and then we restarted at the beginning again and started playing on hard because the normal got way too easy. Um, and... Uh, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, the games, man, World War Z is such a fucking underrated game. It's crazy. Um, especially at a time where Back for Blood's out and World War Z Aftermath came out like a little bit before Back for Blood. It's interesting to see that in the absence of Left for Dead and Left for Dead 2, uh, the genre evolved in a way and they all followed this trajectory. And then Back for Blood comes out and it doesn't follow that trajectory. It goes, no, this is Left for Dead, but we're adding cards. And that's awesome. But it's it, they feel like different things to me now. It's mm -hmm. really interesting because I really like Back for Blood. But World War Z is where I was getting accustomed to the genre going. Because you have um, all these campaigns that are on all over the world with different characters. There's so many characters in the game. It's ridiculous, but they're all locked into, there's one that's in the United States where you play as these four characters. I think there's five of them, but you get to pick four of them, obviously, because you have four people. Um, and it's going through New York, through the subways and stuff. It's the story of World War Z there. Okay. And then there's another mission that's in Russia. And you're playing Russian characters. There's one in Japan. It's really neat because it's like super detailed and very Japanese. Um, 
and so you're going all over the world and stuff. And then you got all these guns you can uh, get upgrades for. And then you have characters with uh, with uh, perks and stuff that you uh, the classes that you're unlocking stuff for. And uh, that's something you also see in um, another game I liked a lot, uh, Alien uh, Fireteam Elite. Mm. Uh, Vermintide for a while I thought was like the best evolution of uh, Left 4 Dead because mm -hmm. it offered uh, you know upgrades and stuff like that. But now you got games like this um, that just offer more. Um, so it's been really cool to, to play this game again. I'm glad Aftermath has come out because it's given me a chance to uh, not only revisit the game but also introduce it to some people who you know weren't playing it. Um, and yeah, it's been a lot of fun. I barely dabbled in the new campaigns. Like I said, though, we got to the new ones and I was getting kind of worried that I was going to get bored of the game because it was too easy. And I was like, we got to up the difficulty. Um, so we're back to like moving slower and staying together and stuff like that. Cause it got to a point where we're just all just running off, doing our own thing, shooting shit. And if you get grabbed by something that, you know, holds you down, it wasn't like, be like, oh, I'm on my way. One second. Um, so yeah, the new class they added is the Vanguard class. Um, they have a shield that's really interesting. If you press the uh, special button, you pull out a shield and any enemy that hits it uh, gets shocked and bounces off of it, but has a certain amount of charges before it goes away. So it's really good uh, when you feel like using it because most time I, I don't use it because I have to. Normally I'm like, I have the shield, I should probably use it. Um, there's one time though, where I got attacked by a bunch of zombies in a really tight fucking room and nobody was with me for a second. So I put my back in a corner and just pulled my shield out and then all these zombies came up and they start hitting it and shit. And I was just sitting there going like, okay, I don't know how long this is going to hold out for. And then, uh, you know, Josh, Sarah came in and fuck start shooting zombies. I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, but the thing I do like about the shield is if you hold the special button, you actually go into a charge and run through everything. Okay. And there's a cap on how many zombies you can kill, but you can still run through them. Um, I have an upgrade that allows me to kill 14 zombies while running through a crowd. After that, it just pushes them out of the way. Exactly, it. yeah. Okay. So um, that move's cool. And then the best thing about that move is um, later in the tree, there's a perk that if you stop that charge uh, two meters, within two meters of anybody who's down, they instantly get back up. So it's a really good way to run across the map and get someone back up. It's like a makeshift defibrillator. Yeah, yeah, kind of. I never even thought about it like that, but it's electricity. Yeah. So yeah, maybe that's maybe that's what's going on there. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's it's a cool class. The only thing I don't like about it is all the classic classes in the game all have. So there's like starting guns, and then throughout the map you find guns that are okay. better or whatever. And then all the classes have uh, perks where you can have like 25% more health, uh, you know, blah, 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 stamina, or start with the AK-47 or start with the blah, blah, blah. There's an upgrade to start the match with a better gun. Vanguard doesn't have that. So with the Vanguard, I always start with the fucking shotgun and it's the shittiest shotgun in the game and I fucking hate it. So that's like the worst thing about him. Other than that, though, it's a fun class, but it doesn't feel very team oriented outside of the run and res thing that you can do, mm -hmm. which was great once I unlocked it. But uh, everything else is more so like eh, I'm having fun hitting things with a shield and just doing that kind of thing. Uh, and then I've started up or updating. <laughs> I've started fucking leveling up uh, the exterminator class, which seems to. Um, benefit uh traps in the game 
but also has a lot of survivability to them and a lot of killing power, which is interesting. There's one class that's like an assault class, pretty much. It's just gun perks. Okay. But the exterminator has like a lot of moves that like if uh, if an enemy pins you, you instantly rise back up and then you have like a 60 second cooldown for that to happen again, which is pretty fucking generous. So um, there was actually a situation where on hard, Josh shot a fucking arrow, explosive arrow into a zombie next to me. It blew up, knocked me back. And then something infected me. And in this game, if you let infection go, you just die instantly and turn to a zombie. Oh, okay. So when infection happens, you have to disinfect, um, which makes you stand there. Um, so I'm infected after getting blown up by Josh's arrow. <laughs> and then a, a, essentially the game's equivalent of a tank runs in, grabs me, slams on the ground, starts just boom, 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 while I'm infected. I'm like, how am I going to disinfect? I'm being fucking killed. I'm like, it's over. I'm dead. And then... um while it's happening, my game's like fucking fading. All of a sudden, I just stand up and I'm like, what the fuck? And I look around, everybody's dead. And I'm like, whoa, like, why am I up? Who got me up? I start shooting everything, whatever. I kill everybody. And then fucking, well, I kill enough to get over. And I got one guy up and then we all got back up. And the whole time I was like, what happened? Why did I get back up? I was going through my perks. It's It was that pin move thing. Like, if he didn't pin me, I probably just died from infection. But because he pinned me, it fucking, it allowed me to get back Bounce up. And, back. Yeah, it was, it was shit like that i fucking love it, it's got really cool uh perks in the game there's also one called drone master um that uh you have a drone that comes out and it just like shocks a zombie every once in a while but later you can put like a pistol on it and later it can shock like 15 enemies at once okay so but it seems kind of selfish because it's not helping the team it's helping me so yeah i don't know i have to always try and I'm always trying to find a, a class that's more beneficial for the team than just protecting me in a game like that, especially with how hectic that game can get. But overall, uh, World War Z Aftermath is uh, awesome. Like, I really like it. In fact, I think it is the best or one of the best top three games in that genre. Um, it's very fun. If you've ever even thought about picking it up, you should. And with the cross play, it is impossible not to be able to play with friends unless you're playing Switch. I doubt it does crossplay, but with everything else. But uh, other than that, I mean, you can play with fucking everybody, and that is dope as shit. It's also got fucking uh, PvP where you're shooting at each other and there's zombies on the map and stuff, and it's really good. Like I played that on console a little bit. I haven't played on PC yet, and it's got a horde mode. I haven't touched it yet, but uh, and it's got a huge, huge, huge campaign you can sink hours into and a shitload of fucking. Uh, difficulty so anyway uh, enough selling that game to you guys if you're not gonna pick it up you're not gonna pick it up but you should pick it up because it's really fucking good um unless you got it for free on playstation plus then you should be playing with me uh because i i think we played on playstation plus didn't we i don't remember playing that game you don't mm -mm. i could have swore we fucking played anyway anyway uh play it it's cool uh, I've also been playing Tales of Arise. I'm finally getting around to playing that. Um, I think I've put about two hours into it so far, so nothing. Um, but uh, the visual style is very cool. I fucking love the art style. I mean, it's, it's anime, but um, and it's Bandai Namco anime, so they all kind of have a similar look to them. Um, but in-game, it uh, looks good. I love the anime cinematics. Um, you know, nowadays, that's probably not that big a deal, but it's still really cool to not see, like, CGI, but to see, like, you know, animation um and the the cutscenes where it is in engine uh are actually choreographed really well there's like a fight scene that happened i was like oh wow they actually like nice put a lot of work into this uh soundtrack's fucking amazing i think that's what sold me on this game i keep telling the story of when i was at e3 fucking i had to stand next to the bandai namco screen for like an hour and a half 
And every once in a while, that fucking Tales of Arise fucking trailer would start playing, and the music was just so good, and the <laughs> visuals are so cool. I'm like, I have to play that. And I'm playing it now, so that's cool. Uh, the music's still really good. Even, like, running around areas, you know, grabbing stuff for recipes or just killing things to grind. Um, I really enjoy the music a lot. I find myself enjoying JRPG music a lot, though. I don't know what they're all doing that has the JRPG sound, but it's been happening since like Sega and Nintendo. Um, but yeah, Final Fantasy. Fucking, say I love RPG music, man. Yeah. What's well, weird though. Cause like it's not all the same dude. So it's like, no, but they're all, they're all trying to capture like fanciful fucking things, right? You got, you know, the music that's, that's going to be repeatable and, um, you know, effortlessly, yeah. you know, is this, uh, does this invoke uh, exploration because it's a world map or you're going through a zone type of thing? Okay, combat. We've got to make it kind of stressful, but also like heroic, uh, a fanfare when you win, you know, stuff like that. So there, there are definitely like obviously tropes within. Yeah. Game. But then, of course, because it's music, whoever's making it gets to be creative, too. So. I also think because of the nature of JRPGs and like the visual styles typically and some of the subject matter specifically and like Final Fantasy that they also lean into. They want to make like fun music, but they, they want it to be fantasy. But also there's like they're aiming to make beautiful music as well. Oh, yeah. Which you could argue like any song you like might be beautiful to you or whatever. But like it seems like they're aiming to make, you know, classical music, but also modern Um which has a sound that you don't get from like if you're playing a racing game or fighting game, you're going to get some kind of like, you know, modern rock or rap hmm. stuff going on. I guess fighting games, not really, but they always have cheesy soundtracks. Um, and, then, and then games like, you know, if you're playing The Last of Us, it's trying to build atmosphere. So you're not getting like a soundtrack that stands out in that way. You get, right, you get right. something that's atmospheric that adds to the whole thing in which you do appreciate for sure for sure it's a completely different kind of music though i mean but when when you're playing a jrpg like it's like a star of the experience you're getting a soundtrack with the game versus like something like i think last of us would be a good example or a lot a lot of western games in general where they're trying to give you um it's supposed to be like enhancing the visuals well like like red dead redemption 2 like rdo like the the music's good. I think it's great, but it's not like I wouldn't sit there and listen to it somewhere. But and I think that's the big difference is like a lot of times and and obviously everyone's taste of music is gonna be different. So this is obviously subjective before people get upset. But mm-hmm. um, most of the time, well, sure, I, some random person could yeah. pop in the video. So oh, I'll be talking to them in the comments. <laughs> but uh, I mean, I buy Final Fantasy soundtracks, yeah, to listen to when I'm not playing the game. So I mean, there's a difference for sure. Yeah, they pretty much always nail it. Yeah. So anyway, I digress. Uh, <laughs> Tales of Rise, another JRPG that has a great soundtrack. Another one that people might not think about is you know Xenoblade Chronicles Two has a fucking great score, dude. It's so good. The music. I, I so hear good. pretty hit or miss on the the gameplay, which is obviously going to be per pe- person's taste. But yeah, I can see it'd be kind of weird for some people. I think it's really cool, but yeah, it's also weird. It's a weird uh, combat system. Um. But yeah, uh, story-wise so far, it's very anime. It's very straightforward. Um, It felt reminiscent in a weird way of Resident Evil Village because they're like, you got to kill the five lords. And I was like, okay, we're doing that, huh? Um, But uh, yeah, it's it's trying to build the world up at this point in the game. So I'm not very far into it. And the characters are 
pretty anime archetypical, um, but I don't mind that. Uh, it's fun. Um, I hope the story gets to a place that feels more impactful. It's very early in the, in the RPG. I, I'm sure. I'm sure. Fucking in like 20 hours, I'll, that's when I'll start getting the the meat of the story. You'll also unlock shit every like in, 10 hours. In a JRPG, <laughs> like it just takes a while. Like you're getting to know characters in the world. Yeah, for, for the first like 20 hours of the fucking game. Um, combat I was like 80 hours into persona 5 it was still unlocking stuff i was like god yeah. damn dude well in dragon quest oh yeah yeah fucking sure. you're know, like 40 hours into that game is like here's a feature it's like sick <laughs> like i didn't i wasn't doing this before now i can this is rewarding um combat entails a rise very straightforward but i like it uh i think a lot of people will be able to enjoy the combat in it um, I think if you look for a cla more classic JRPG experience, you're not getting it here. But I think you'll accept this. And I think somebody who's not into JRPGs, likes action games, will also accept this. So I think it's a safe bet. But I don't think it's particularly super interesting. It's pretty much just action. You, you get into an encounter, you're in like a circle, and you have to run around and hit action buttons to hit the enemy. And then you have moves that recharge when you use them. And... Um, then every once in a while, your character and your party members uh, have a special that you can cast. And so that's uh, literally like Nino Kuni. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Interesting. Um, and yeah, it's uh, you get new moves and you can make new combos, something like that. But it's 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 very straightforward. But it's not boring. It's just uh, I wish it was a little more JRPG interesting. Um, it's not very inventive, but it works. And the world is gorgeous. I love the way the game looks. It's uh, it's very fantasy and um, very colorful, which is nice. A lot of games are so like drab looking that uh, these vibrant Bandai Namco games I always think are really um, nice to look at. And uh, yeah, so far I'm I'm really enjoying it. I just don't have the time investment in it to say if I'm super into it or not. But I'm definitely enjoying the very little I've played. So I'm looking forward to playing more of. Uh, Tales of Rise. And then lastly, uh, I've dabbled a little bit in Lost Ark. They've been doing the, I think, closed beta. You can get access technical beta. to the game by either signing up for it or uh, purchasing the support packs for the game. It's going to be free to play Fun when it comes out. Yeah. You know, um, I think I bought the $25 one. Same. It's like a 15 25 50 and 100 or some shit. Um, yeah, though I've heard nobody recommend getting the hundred dollar one. I, I'm a lot of people say the play game one is like the sweet spot. So. Yeah, I uh, I just wanted access to the game, Same. Um, but I also wanted some perks, so I went with the twenty five dollar version of it. If you don't know what Lost Ark is, it is a game that should have came out like seven years ago. Um, though luckily, I, I, I kind of like the idea of them coming out late here because then we get all the content that has come out. Um, you know, any game that's you know like an MMO or that is an MMO needs time to kind of find itself and the game's probably had that time so we're getting that product so that's good um but it is a it is a top-down mmo um it's so weird yeah i remember for so long people kept calling it MMO, mmo i'm like dude it looks like diablo like it's a, they say it's an mmo i'm like yeah but it just looks like diablo like you're just gonna run into other people and then you play and it, it's literally an mmo from a top-down perspective <laughs> yeah. it's 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 barely diablo outside of that you're looking top down and sometimes you kill mobs not as quick as diablo um you i mean you're sitting there hitting your moves going through your fucking all your moves fighting people it's the same as you would do in an mmo um it's just top down so that's really interesting um 
the game uh, has been out for a little bit, but you know, as a first-time player, I think it looks really good. Um, it does pick and choose when to look good, though, because Agreed. NPCs don't look that great, but my character does. Um, I think it's a pretty typical like Eastern game design thing, anyways. Like how your character will always look like really good, and environments will like look really good, but then like side characters and like pets and stuff like that look eh. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, and I get it too. Why would you spend as much time on everything? Yeah. As the things that really matter, though. Oddly enough, I saw gameplay of this is kind of off topic, but on topic, uh, Call of Duty Vanguard, and that game's gorgeous looking. But they're also picking and choosing because there's one point where it showed like it was nighttime, there's fire, there's a mud puddle, and you saw everything in that mud puddle reflected. All these characters look really good. The lighting looked good. The fire looked amazing. And then in the next scene, I watched him running through a field, and every piece of grass looked like low detail. And then he ran up to a rock that had like almost no texture to it. It was like old PlayStation looking textures on it. Oh, and a lot of the ra- grass, grass, a lot of the grass was p- like coming out of the rock and going into the rock and stuff. And I'm like, man, they really fucking made that one scene look amazing. And they did not give a shit about this field. Well, and you got multi hundred people working on a game. Some people care more than others, I guess. Yeah, I just feel like at that point, if you're that AAA, you shouldn't be making fucking areas look like that. Sure. <laughs> um, it was kind of surprising because the rest of the game looked really amazing. So, um, Anyway, yeah, Lost Ark's looking good. Uh, it's got a good amount of classes that all have subclasses, so that's cool. It's got classes based off of being male or female, which I think is also very interesting. Uh, at first, it's like male gunner, female gunner. I was like, well, I'm going to be the male. And then I looked at them, and they're, they had different moves. And then they had different subclasses. And I was like, oh, so I will have to play a female character, which is cool. Um, typically I play male characters cause I mean, that's just how I typically play games, but, yeah. um, that like, it's like, no, you can't have an experience like this without playing the male or the female. Like, Oh, I got to make one of each, I guess. Um, it almost, it's like reminiscent of like picking like a named character in a game. Yeah. hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. yeah. Because the, the male gunner default, uh, is pretty much how you'd assume he'd look and act and the moves he'd have. But then the female one's like a cowboy. Mm-hmm. Like she's like got like revolvers and or like, like a mercenary type or whatever. Yeah. Well, in her trailer, though, she's like a gunslinger. Like mm-hmm. she's on a horse, like shooting and shit. And so they're like, they are different characters. Yeah. yeah. Even though you get to customize your character. I think the character customization is actually pretty well, good. Like Vindictus. Yeah. The character technically has a name. Yeah. It's weird how much this game is like Vindictus. Yeah. It's yeah, really it fucking weird. Um, because they're not the same game. They're not the same kind of game. But the only thing that shares the country of origin. So country of origin, they're both technically hack and slash, but not in the same way. Not in the same way, yeah. Um because Vindictus, if you don't know, is a third person action game. Um, and this is a top down isometric action game. Diablo action game, yeah. but MMO. Um yeah, so anyway, customization I think is actually a lot better than I thought it'd be. Um this is an Asian game. For sure, because yeah. my character is in booty shorts and a bra. Um, that was her starting gear. I picked the female gunner because the gunslinger looked really fucking cool, and so far she is really cool. Um, but I'm not I'm not stoked about the armor. Enough for any like you shouldn't have a half naked chicken game. I don't care. I don't give too. a fuck about that. But it just takes me out of the game when my character looks like she's ill equipped to take on combat because she's 
more worried about trying to look cool to certain perspectives. I don't know. It's. I mean, the male gunner straight up looks like a Devil May Cry character. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I think some of the style choices are kind of lame, but I've always maintained, and nowadays it's so much better, um, but I've always maintained, like, uh, unless the whole world seems like it, like in Final Fantasy, like, my my monk, male monk, is wearing a belly shirt a lot of times. Um, so that's just the world. Monks dress like that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if I'm playing a game and, like, you know, I'm playing a knight, and the knight is like all—he's all decked out in armor, shit. He looks like he's just ready for fucking battle, and the girl's like in a skimpy outfit or whatever. I'm like, dude, come on, that's so lame. Like, you don't look like you're ready for combat. It's anyway. I digress. Uh, I haven't had to think about that in years. And playing this game, I was like, oh yeah, there's a whole, there's a whole place where they still, you know, do this kind of thing. Um, yeah. So I'm not super stoked on her uh, look. Uh, but the, the moves are awesome. She has a lot of, uh, uh, well, it's interesting The she switches weapons. So this game has a really interesting combat system. If you're thinking it's Diablo, it's not, um, I mean, it kind of is, but it's kind of not, you use uh, Q W E R and then A S D F for your moves. And then each class has a Z move at the very least, which is typically some kind of meter you charge up or something that you wait and then you can use it, turn into a monster, whatever the fuck. But the female gunner has Z and X, which is really hard to get used to, but I've gotten used to it, I think, uh, where you can cycle through uh, dual wielding, some kind of long range rifle, like a sniper rifle and a shotgun. Each gun for the female gunner has its own own set of fucking moves which is a lot of moves and so i get to switch between those three things and it's a lot of fun but it's a lot to take in if you're expecting this game to be diablo it's way more complicated in its combat which sounds wild but it is um so diablo come, becomes pretty brainless after a while though oh yeah no you just get the certain moves down and you just fucking spam them and and lawn mow through things until you die um and this game feels a little more methodical in its combat um, more MMO like yeah. where you have to think about what you're doing. Um, and yeah, so I, I played, uh, her for a little bit. Um, the game's got mounts, which is cool to see it, it. Like I said, it's, it's, they're, they're taking it serious as an MMO. And so you're going in these zones, but there's other players in those zones. So it doesn't feel like destiny where you're just running into like a group of three and then you never see anyone. Yeah. yeah. There's literally just people running on questing, um, which is cool. And, uh, yeah, combat I like a lot. Although the game starts you out with, like, fucking so many moves already. I was like, like dude. Six, I think. What do I have to unlock left? Like, and a I know lot. there are I know there are moves. But I'm just like, that's a lot of fucking moves to just give you instantly. Yeah, you only get eight hotkeys. So, eventually, you have to pick and choose and make yeah. a build. But uh, I mean, it that's does what I'm looking forward start to. you off with, I believe, six per character. I could be wrong. Um, I only played three characters. But it... Uh, well... It's interesting because so the female gunner, I with my pistols have like a full thing of skills, but then my shotgun has one skill unlocked, and then my sniper rifle has one skill unlocked. Yeah, but you also are, I, I you know, obviously every class plays different too, but uh, you're playing something that has multiple skill sets involved in it too. So I feel like it was a class they added later because it feels a lot more because I played some other classes and it feels a little more complicated. Well it kind of reminds me of like old school MMOs, specifically, you know, Asian free to play ones where there's like 
the easy difficulty characters, the medium difficulty characters, and the more advanced difficulty characters. And now yeah, because sure. the balance is messed up, but the play style is more complicated. Yeah. So you didn't you didn't pick the fucking me monk me hit with rock. You went. Oh, I'm a human with fucking my synopsis firing off and shit. So, because mm. uh, yeah, everything I've played doesn't have that. So. Yeah, and I I did try out other classes, but just bringing up the female gunner out of the class i have played it's my favorite one so far which is funny it's the first thing i picked i was like that one looks the coolest and i played it and so far i'm like i really like this one uh i also played the assassin for a little bit and like i said these all have subclasses so uh they turn into other things and uh they're oddly pretty different looking even though they still maintain an assassin feel um but yeah i played the assassin and um this game is very flashy, so oh, much yeah. to the point that every class is very flashy. And so I'm not as impressed with each class's flashiness, uh, but more so their movesets, if that, if that makes sense. Because I feel like they're all so flashy that like it all seems almost the same, but very different. Their moves are different, but um, just the amount of fucking effects going on is just wild. Um, so the Assassin has a lot of what you'd expect moves. I mean, a lot of flipping around, a lot of fucking... Um, bouncing around, attacking quickly, and throwing things, stuff like that. But my problem with the Assassin is their damage output, at least in the beginning, felt really weak. And so, like, I had all these really cool flashy moves that I felt like was taking forever to kill enemies. I was like, shouldn't an Assassin be, like, you know, high crit or something like that? Probably in um, the game. Yeah, probably. I'm sure it evolves into something. And then, of course, the subclasses that, you know, that's going to change up how, how they play. Um, but I wasn't super impressed with the assassin. And then I played male gunner and I made a, um, artillerist, I think they're called. And they are essentially, uh, at a monster hunter. They have a giant, giant fucking gun. They carry with two arms. And when they attack half the time, they don't move or they move very slow. Um, and they essentially shoot like fucking missiles and sh huge shotgun rounds out of that thing. And their attacks are slow, but they seem to hit crowds really easily. Um, they almost seem like they're crowd control. I've been playing him, and I think he's a lot of fun. It's not really uh, pacing-wise my style, but the aesthetic is fucking cool. Yeah. So, and, and that's kind of across the board. I think most of the classes' aesthetics are pretty cool outside of some of the way they dress. Uh, the artillery dress is cool, though. I like the way it looks. So that's a plus as well. Um, and then I dabbled a little bit in the monk. It's got a hand-to-hand -hand combat character. Uh, I think a male and a female, doesn't it? Yep. Um, I think the male only has one, though. Yeah, it was interesting because like male gunner has three subclasses and female gunner has one subclass and then fucking uh, female monk, I believe, had three subclasses and male monk has fucking one subclass right now. So it's interesting how they kind of switch that up. Um, and I did not play male monk because female monks got the fucking three subclasses and they're all fucking cool looking. They're pretty cool. Yeah. I was looking at all three of them like, I don't know which one to fucking pick. The first one essentially seems like what you'd expect an advanced monk would look like. It's a lot of really quick like martial arts stuff that looks fucking sick um a lot of really cool moves like that one i was like i, I did make one of those i think the first one too also is uh you have like orange and i think it's green moves or whatever and you use orange moves to build up the green bar it's kind of like a yin and yang thing yeah it's, and then you get access to the green but the orange go away and you have yeah to go, it's you a have balance to go back and forth. yeah 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 and yeah. then uh the i i made one of that and i also made the second one um, like the one i have 
which is uh, also martial arts like, but it seems like a lot more brutal. The hits are a little slower, but they seem a lot like a lot more impactful, almost like karate or something like yeah, that. Little charges with that one. Yeah, it's, it's a dancer. It yeah, and it just seems it, it just looked brutal. I really dug, dug the way it looked. Um, I played it a little bit. and I'm digging it. It's just interesting that they're able to take Monk and then create three martial arts subclasses from it that all seem different. Because like mm-hmm. I said, the other the first one very traditional, fast paced martial arts stuff and then the second one's like this brutal hard hitting martial art and then the third one yeah yeah and then the third one is like almost like a magical um spirit weaver or something like 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 a chi thing going on Mm -hmm. yeah we're doing like a lot of like really cool like whimsical like (laughs) wuja looking moves and stuff and a lot of like elements and stuff going on which is really neat so um the subclasses are are really well thought out and the game's been out for a while so i'm sure they've had plenty of time to you know tweak them work them make them into something that are worth playing because they really all seem really interesting outside of that i didn't really play was it like a paladin or something and a warrior yeah well yeah there's the the two-handed weapon user pretty much except yeah. for paladin only uses the one-handed but um they use a book in a or a sword in a book which i saw people in chat complaining that they didn't use a shield i was like they, they're more like a holy paladin it makes sense to me that they would use a book but yeah whatever um more like a barbarian style where yeah it's just a two-handed you know sword or whatever and i can't the third one is now it doesn't matter but yeah i didn't play them um and yeah it's uh it's it's set up like an mmo like you go to the city there's quest givers there you repair your gear um the tutorial is um not that interesting um dialogue heavy very very dialogue heavy the whole game is and to be honest i don't know what the story is and i'm not paying attention so maybe i'll do that when the game actually comes out but as of right now i have i don't care about what's happening yeah it's kind of a problem when you play beta and you don't get to keep characters you're just kind of like i just need to experience the game yeah get in and see if i'm gonna if i'm gonna play this or not um so yeah maybe i'll give it a chance then but uh it you know everything i was getting all the snippets i was like i don't know if this is like even something i should care about um and yeah, we played together, yes. so we can kind of transition to what you've been playing. Um, but uh, co-op was fun, yeah. uh, I guess, if you want to call it co-op. Questing I, together. Yeah, questing together. Uh, it all seemed to work. We couldn't do a dungeon together yet. But yeah, I guess I'm it's sure. only a max level, from huh? what I understand. Yeah, the the story dungeons are all single player, I guess. But Ugh, I hate that. I think um, there's co-op dungeons. But yeah, quest together is uh, as simple as you would assume an MMO would be. You just get the same quest, you run around, you kill shit, you do things. Um, they're good. They do a good job of funneling you in a direction, though, which I appreciate. There's not a lot of backtracker. So. Oh yeah, for sure. And uh, you know, finding what you need to do is very simplistic, mm-hmm. um, very easy. Yeah. It's, it has a good job of like having like a circled yellow one and like an orange two and a blue three on and the map here and where that dots at it'll show you the zone of where that quest is at as well so yeah. it's there's no confusion it's it's actually kind of nice i do i do like an immersive mmo where you have to think a bit but in a game like this where the the point is the fucking combat and the action i don't want to waste time on figuring shit out so i do appreciate they know what they're doing with the game and so far i haven't seen any auto play features which is something i would expect from a game like this possibly but um well, if it comes out on phone, it will, but <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. But like, you know, Black Desert has stuff like that. You can just let that game play itself. Um, 
<laughs> so I was worried this game might follow in that footstep, uh, those footsteps. But so far, unless I just haven't found the feature, I haven't seen it. So that's nice. Because if it has that, it's gonna be hard for me to play it. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm digging it. I definitely will be playing it when it comes out. Um, I don't know if I'm like super fucking pumped for it when it comes out, but um, it does hit. Uh, it does scratch the MMO itch for me um, in a really interesting perspective, and it feels different and fresh enough that it doesn't feel like it, it feels like it could be a B MMO for me. Like it's something to play yeah. while playing another MMO um, that wouldn't take away too much from playing like your main MMO. Plus, I think it has PvP, so if you're interested in that too, that is in the game. Yeah, I haven't experienced that. I uh, I didn't try that, but um, know, but PvP in that perspective is typically not that fun for me but there was a game battle right yeah but that game doesn't play like battle right but battle right uh i think had really fun pvp i'll say this is an mmo so i mean if you're in mmo combat um not you specifically people in yeah. general um it's just the perspective's different obviously yeah except for clicking to move and clicking to attack with the with the mouse outside of that it's it's the same thing so it's very hockey heavy yeah you know what are your thoughts on it so far um so yeah i mean without going through you know uh necessarily all the same stuff i agree with everything you said about like the game itself i think the game is fun um i think it um you know feels it feels good it, i think it it uh uh is a lot more mmo like than i was expecting which i'm not complaining about because i i'm always looking for more mmos to play um not necessarily to play them all but like there needs to be more out there so that the genre can continue to evolve. So um, I think the shining part of this game is the combat yep. with every class feeling different um, and playing differently. Um, it it definitely makes the gameplay loop um, entertaining. So even if the quest is, you know, go kill five of these, go kill eight of these, well, you know, your typical quests you have in these type of games. Um, I'm not thinking about it because I'm enjoying the combat. Mm-hmm. which I think is really important. It's the same kind of the same thing I said in, in, in new world. Um, and I don't think that works for everybody. Uh, cause I think new world is a lot more simplistic, um, in it's combat than, than this game is because you only have three hotkeys 100%. versus yeah. eight and there's no like kits and builds the same way, but, mm. um, but because it's action oriented, it's easy to just kind of keep doing it. This is the same kind of idea because it feels reaction oriented. It's really easy to just kind of keep doing it. And I don't ever feel like burnt out doing it. Um, I played uh, my first character, which I, I really like. I'll probably play when the game launches in March is um, the Paladin. I, That's wild. It's coming out in March. Yeah. I, did, I mean, it's like the third beta they did, I think so. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, so do we get access to the next betas? All of them. Yeah. Okay. If they do more. Okay. Um, yeah, play the paladin. It is a sword and book user. You literally melee attacks, um, are on cooldown, and then spells use MP. Like it's it has both. It's really uh, interesting in that regard. Apparently, it also is one of two classes in the game that can heal. I never got anything like that, but I'll eventually be able to heal the group. Um, I do have one buff. My Z and the X yeah. move. Z will buff me. X will buff party instead. That was one thing that was an early uh indicator for me that this wasn't a diablo game because like diablo isn't really a game or games like it they're not really games where you like support each other that much 
No, you just both try to hit DPS checks yeah, and, exactly. and burn through. Yeah. yeah, and you fight the boss and you kill it and you're getting your loot. Mm. And that I love that formula. It needs sure. to be its own thing. Obviously, I don't want anything to change. But playing this, I was like, oh, you're like a legit like paladin. Yeah, we're like you're actually like doing. You can do things to keep me alive and shit. It's it's not the same. Yeah, um, and I think it was a lot of fun because um, the sword moves. Um, were more than I was expecting. Like, there's a, a sword rush where you literally it would be like more akin to like a rapier, but using a long sword where you just flurrying forward a bunch, mm. um, which is your, basically your conal in this case. Ooh, excuse me. Um, and I won't go too into the move kit. It just a lot of sword moves and then some spells. It's really neat. Um, played the war dancer. I think combat wise, that was a lot more fun. I just don't have the utility. I like having utility. Yeah. But um, just as combat goes, I was having a blast uh, just, like, going through groups with that because it's very, like, this move to this move to this move, mm-hmm. and this move's a combo move, so I hit this with the right timing four times in a row to do a combo on this guy, and I have this gap closer with jump and punch the ground, and really cool. Um, had a lot of fun with that one. And then I played the, uh, I think it's called Summoner. Uh, game has two casters. It's a like a bard and a summoner. I'm actually not fond of either, <laughs> which really kind of sucks because um, in this style of gameplay, um, assuming it was a Diablo game, which we learned it's not, mm-hmm. I love casters in that in that f- um, setting. <sighs> Their version of a caster is not the same version. Um, I would assume most Western audiences would would see as a caster. We figure. Fireball, lightning, ice spells. This is more like um, summon this guy and do this wind move here, and then summon these guys. It's it's definitely more of like a a pet job. And I just interesting. Yeah. I wanted to throw lightning bolts at people's asses. So <laughs> don't we all? Um, yeah. Other than that, I would say. Um, it's going to be free to play in March. And from what I saw in the store, though, you said people were playing it pay to win. I didn't see pay to win stuff in the store. Yeah, I don't have details on that, but I was seeing a lot on Twitter, um, as I do, um, people complaining that uh, there's somebody that I don't know of, but they seem prominent from Twitch, something like that. This chick was saying, like, uh, she's like, is anybody going to sit down and like, talk about fucking that Lost Ark is uh, pay to win? And I went through the comments and people were like dissecting, breaking down, like, why it's pay to win and shit. And I was just like, I don't know. I, I haven't seen it yet. I'd have to see that. I mean, maybe it is. I have no idea. I just, uh, I'm playing the beta, so I'm not worried about it. And it's free to play. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, like I said, I, I'd have to see what they were talking about. I didn't see that conversation. And then when I glanced in the store, I saw cosmetics. So, yeah, I mean, it seemed fine. I, I, I barely played, but from what I did play, nothing seemed. I mean, I forgot it was a free-to-play game. I didn't even look in the fucking shop. Yeah. And outside of that, nothing was like, hey, you need this many rubies that you get one per day, but if you give right. us money, well, you can buy a pack of 20 of them. Here's your battle pass. I didn't see, yeah, I didn't see anything <laughs> like that. So maybe there is. I didn't see it. I was too busy just playing it. Yeah. I'm not saying they're wrong. I'm just sure I didn't see it. Yeah, I agree 100%. I have no idea what the fuck the argument was. But again, because that I'm playing a beta for a free to play game. I, that I'm not super invested in defending it or finding out stuff. I just, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, March, it's kind of March. Um, and then at which point I'll probably go a little harder on it. Um, I don't want to burn out. 
because I know if I play the beginning too many times, I'm just not going to want to do it again. That is the thing that like I haven't played it that much, but at the same time I've played enough to know that I like it. And even though I do want to play a little bit more at the same time, I fucking I've played so many betas in my life and some of them I've played too much. And then the game comes out and I'm like, I don't even really want to play it. I feel like I've already played it. Yeah. I mean, I played enough to know that I'm going to play it. So. Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. I, mean, I fucking paid money for it, so I'm definitely yeah. gonna play it. But uh, yeah, I, I actually look forward to trying to get an MMO experience out of it. Same, same with people, especially after the second or third character getting to, to the point me and you got to. I did that like so quick. The second, third, as oh, dude, really I was is. flying through yeah. the fucking beginning after I knew what to do and where yeah. to go and all that shit. I was like, I gotta get past this shit. I just want to play. Yeah, it's funny how that's like every. Everyone was like that the first time is like, da, 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 and you're like, I gave the zoom, intro zoom, a zoom. good fucking nice, you know, play through the first time. I went through and listened to everything, read everything, watched everything, went and looked for the quest and shit. And the second time, I'm like, I need to get out there and start killing shit so I can level. So let me hit things. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily, you can skip the prologue, which is really nice because um, it is fucking, it's pretty long. Um, so you can skip that, it's good. And then, yeah, the beginning quest is like, if you're speeding through it, it takes like 10 minutes tops. Mm. So it's not bad. Yeah. That's pretty much all I have on that one. Um, played Remnant uh, with you. Can't talk about it, uh, but I will say uh, I'm happy to be using a mouse. Yeah. I, I, when we're <laughs> playing, I kept saying it, but I was like, I, I knew that it would make a big difference. Yeah. It's like when we played on console, I was like, I'm playing and I'm like, yeah, I fuck. I played the show this game on PC, and this dude is not the same. Yeah, and you where everyone's going like, oh god, I wish I could aim. Wish I could aim. I'm like, you could aim <laughs> on the mouse. Yeah. This game's got really tight fucking aiming. Yeah. Anyways, we'll talk about that. Yeah. Um, I very casually played Loop Hero, but nothing to report there. I played some Minecraft. I'm working on a huge, huge build, at least for me. Um. Had to take a break though because I was actually wearing out my wrist playing that for too long. Uh, the only time I've ever been injured playing a video game was Minecraft, <laughs> and it's because, <laughs> well, my wrist hurts. So, <laughs> so and it's because, uh, and this is like very early on when Minecraft had first come out, it was like a big sensation. Everybody's like, "Oh my god, I can't believe you can you know build, yeah. and do whatever the fuck you want." And me and a bunch of friends were like uh, playing together, and we played non-stop for fucking at the least 24 hours and uh the the small movements of my bottom of my wrist palm area against the desk uh rubbed my skin enough that it became sore oh interesting i was gonna say my sore spot is right here um but it's my muscles yeah like my tendons or whatever right here they're feeling worn out that is the only time i've been injured from gaming but uh <laughs> I, it's, it was so ridiculous then i was like dude i have my fucking wrist hurts from playing this shit you do use the mouse a lot in that game though so just minute fucking clicking 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 break click click yeah. break 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 break, break just like constantly and then like building stuff my wrist is just doing this yeah constantly Especially if you're like speed tunneling because you'll like line up the line and then you're just left, right, left, right, left, right. Yeah, and it's not the same with an FPS. My hand's moving in bigger motions that I'm not just rubbing one spot on my fucking... You know, it's wig, like, really yeah. weird. It's really weird. So makes sense if you do it, though. But yeah, so taking a break right now from that because I kind of wore my arm out, wore my wrist out on that. Um, and then Animal Crossing 2.0 came out. 
and I wanted to try it. So uh, after fighting with my Switch for a while to finally let me install the game, uh, I turned it on. Uh, my villagers reminded me I hadn't been, uh, they hadn't seen me in a year and four months. It's been that long? Yeah. <laughs> they were like, I haven't seen you in a year and four months. I thought you got abducted by aliens. <laughs> Given how things are nowadays, probably pretty fucking close to what happened yeah um i haven't got to try any new stuff yet because um uh, when i hopped in like animal crossing does there was weeds everywhere so i had to clean my town up so that's all i've done so far but i'm looking forward to trying new features so yeah here there's a lot um that reminds me there's a game i've been playing lately hmm. that i didn't that i didn't add but it's a switch game because i was like i've been playing my switch lately too but I don't know if I've been playing it. It's uh, it's, I uh, I've, I've been like, man, I I need to I need I need to bust my fucking treadmill out. But I was like, I need to get back to moving around and getting some fucking workouts in, and so I started playing. Um, I think it's called fitness boxing on Switch. I think so. And essentially, it's just songs, and you have to punch and patterns and stuff like that. But you're doing like uppercuts and jabs and. You're fucking ducking low to left and right real quick, and like it's it's a pretty workout. I do like fucking forty minutes, forty five minutes, some shit like that. Yeah, stuff like that comes out on Nintendo stuff. My chest and my back and shit is just fucking. It's it's pretty decent workout for not using weights or anything like that. Yeah, so, I feel the same thing about the the one with the ring. So it's just weird that that's what I've been doing on my Switch. I mean, I, I would argue it's probably one of the better things you, you could be doing on a video game console right now. <laughs> I, I think that's something that Nintendo for a while now has done a really good job with is, you know, Xbox tried to do the whole Kinect thing and do motion stuff. And I think Nintendo's just done it more confidently to the point where, like, it's not even, like, gimmicky at this point. It's like, you just have the option to do exercise shit with, yeah, this with Nintendo products. So Anyway, you were talking about games you've been playing Time, that was it that's it that was it. that's all you've played yeah Ooh, that was quick all right yeah um yeah so um let us know in the comments below games have you guys been playing uh kind of coinciding with game releases anything that's come out that you're playing right now that you'd recommend us play and uh have you did you play lost ark or have you played it in the past we think about it i know we have people in the community who have been excited for that game um have you gotten a chance to play it and if you haven't uh we think about have we sold it to you have we made it you go eh, maybe i won't pick that up when it comes out uh let me know what you're thinking about when it comes to any of those games but uh you know mostly lost ark i'm curious about what you guys have to say let's know everything you think about in the comments below next video only vi it works <laughs> next video next video next segment first video <laughs> i'm getting tired that's yeah, fine First video. So there is a new Soulsborne game coming out. I found out about this like a fucking day or two ago. And I was like, what is that? And a bunch of other people are like, what is this? It is a game called Lies of P. I hate the name. Lies of P. Me too. Lies of P. I'm sure a lot of you already know about what this is. Maybe you don't. But this is a Souls-like game. Soulsborne game. Uh, I've already watched this. But I kind of want to get what you think of it. Um, this is thrilled, I promise. this is the official alpha gameplay teaser trailer. Well, I watched it on my phone too, so this will be a different experience watching it on a bigger screen. Fair, but uh, even though I got the Z Pole three, I got a pretty big screen on there, but it's not the same. Um, although the new Sony phone that has actual camera in it 
it's got like a 4K screen. It's fucking like super fucking nice. It's still this big. Still feels awesome. Just like fucking. Ugh. Anyway, uh, Liza P. Uh, Soulsborne game. Uh, this is the official Alpha Gameplay teaser trailer. And uh, interestingly enough, I think it's worth throwing out there. Uh, this game is inspired by Pinocchio. It says, check out early Alpha Gameplay teaser for Lies of P, a Souls-like action RPG that is inspired by the original story of Pinocchio. Lies of P is on its, on its way to PS5, Xbox Series X. A PC sometime in 2023. So, uh, we're going to watch this, and I'm sure you don't have a lot to say on it. What do you think about a game that's a Souls-like game based off Pinocchio? I think if you're going to use Without a, seeing it. I think if you're going to use a property that is based off a of fairy tale, pretty much, it needs to be on the horror side. Hopefully they do some Donkey Kid shit, because that shit was horrifying when I was a kid. Well, I'm thinking even like... You know, like McGee's Alice, for example. Like, yeah, for sure. Know, That's the first thing I thought of. Horror yeah. aspect of them fairy tales. I, I, I would hope for something like that. Because otherwise, we're just going to like try not to lie the whole game. and like, You're going to spam lies and grow your fucking nose and stab people like through the heart. People. Yeah, yeah. Just fucking, oh, what's wrong, Mick? Or Goofy? That's fucking wrong Mickey Mouse. Person. Um, oh, we can't say that name. I didn't, I didn't say anything. It's a lie. Lies of P. All right, so we're going to watch this. Uh, it's a good point. I agree uh, for the most part. Although I feel like fairy tales being dark is like overplayed. Well, what else are you going to do though? I know. I know. I agree a hundred percent. I don't know what the other option is outside of just doing it fun and for kids or whatever, but um, just turn it to kingdom hearts. But like, I feel like people get really into this idea that like, you know, when they were kids, they, they hear all these fairy tales and shit. And then at some point when they're a teenager in their twenties, someone's like, you know where that story really come from? It's fucking dark. And then they're like, dude, did you know that this fairy tale's dark as shit, bro? And then you get games. It's just dark. And it's like, just feeds that loop. I'm like, let's fucking, let's do something else. Um, but I've never played a Pinocchio game outside of, wasn't there one for Sega or some shit? I mean, there was pretty much everything on the the 16 bit yeah, era they, so. they made a game for everything back then anyway let's watch this let's let's have a conversation after it this is liza p let's go know those companies no i don't no i don't I think we're getting the dark stuff. Oh, yeah. When you get max level, you become a real boy. Still kind of cool. It looks good. Yeah, it does. I mean, it's a really good looking game. And Geppetto's been busy. It's like some Souls like games just kind of borrow some shit. This game looks like it's. Straight up a Souls-like game, but with this aesthetic. Yeah, I'll say it's creepy so far. Wake up, son. Yeah. No, it's it's completely. Sword is wild. Yeah. Well, that's one thing I, I do like. I like the aesthetic of the game. I think it looks cool. The clothing, the buildings. 
looks cool. The graphic help is neat. Seem like she break the guy's weapon. I can't get past it, like, because the, I think the game looks fucking solid. Like, it, it looks unashamed in how much it is inspired by Dark Souls, but it looks like it's doing it confidently. Yeah. So, yeah. Visually, I, I'm like... Actually, more impressed because I I wasn't yeah. expecting nothing. So, so I wanted to talk about the Pinocchio thing before you saw what it looked like because I I wanted to know what you like, what that could even mean. Yeah, I mean I expected it to go dark anyways because what else yeah. are you gonna do, right? But uh, I think they actually nailed a pretty good because um, it is dark, obviously. Ow! But they uh, <laughs> you're right. Yeah, bit inside of the mouth. Oh. Um, they they definitely kind of nailed like a, a creepy eerie vibe though, um, which I think is super appropriate when you're doing a bunch of like um, automatons essentially, mm -hmm. um, like that scene right there. Um, that is like almost reminiscent of like Bioshock. Yeah, Bioshock is a good example for sure. I was gonna say Silent Hill, but oh, uh, cool. the twitchy nurses. Yeah, her, but uh, not visually. Obviously, it doesn't have that like weird. So like film grade thing going on. But. Look at these environments, man. They're like they're fucking good looking. Oh, the graphics are great. The yeah. animations are great. The combat um, looks pretty smooth. It's a little pausey, but uh, so is most Souls games. So yeah, um, minus like the newest ones. But um, yeah, I mean, something I'll play. No, but uh, it looks cool. And I think if it offers something that the genre doesn't offer. Because it's gonna have to. Uh, well, I guess it doesn't have to. It just has to be a solid game, right? So, I don't know. I'll be interested to see how well it does. Um, I do think they should copyright a new name, though. I agree. I, <laughs> I, I'm sure if the game shit's awesome, nobody's gonna be talking about that name. Sure, again, sure. Because they're just gonna be like, "Lies of Peace, sick, bro." But yeah. it's, I hate it. <laughs> like, I honestly think it's a really stupid name. Well, even as for a game uh, abbreviation, it's awful because then it's lop. <laughs> just lopping people's fucking heads off um yeah so we don't have to talk about it anymore but uh, yeah the name the name does not flow off the tongue it's not very intriguing and uh you know calling him p when you're influenced by pinocchio it just seems like you know, okay lies of pinocchio cool um he lies his nose gets big blah blah blah, blah. um but yeah outside of that uh I mean, I, I agree. I think I think the game looks really good. I have this paused like an asshole. Um, I think the game looks really good, but on top of that, a lot of games look really good. I think the animations and the combat look good, and the combat's important because, like, mm -hmm. a lot of Souls-like games, especially early on, did not have good combat. They just were trying to be unforgiving, but they weren't that fun to fucking play. You know, obviously, Neo and a couple other games, uh, you know, did away with that whole thing. But, like, even um, uh, The Surge... Uh, was a cool concept and i enjoyed it but the combat wasn't that good it was stiff it felt like shit um compared to that so seeing this you know like i said this is obviously obviously inspired but um it looks like it's doing it in a way that is i'm gonna fucking play it and probably enjoy the combat of it so um that's all they really need to nail the aesthetic is really interesting uh visually 
Um, it is something that definitely is more my style. I really enjoy the, the way the weapons look, the way the people are dressed, the environments look really fucking cool. Um, you know, kind of realistic, but also kind of fantasy-esque, very big and crazy looking. Mm-hmm. Um, I am curious though about the Pinocchio influence and not in a negative or positive way, but like, is this like a revenge story where like Geppetto's fucking killed and you're like trying to avenge him or whatever? Or is yeah. this Geppetto and Pinocchio went wild? I mean, the person says, wake up, son, I assume is, is him. Um, but is this in some way like trying to become human in some kind of dark way? Um, I mean, I could see that being an interesting story, uh, being like these guys and not wanting to be. Um, I don't know if lies are going to take place in the game in any way or if he did tell lies in, in the game and there's some kind of redemption arc here. I don't know what they're doing when it comes to Pinocchio. There's nothing there that sounds that interesting to me, but they could maybe do something interesting with it. It doesn't look like they're leaning too hard into making it a Pinocchio story like you know we expect but a story that like they say is inspired by yeah, yeah so sure. um so I'm, I'm curious on how they do that but it's not that intriguing to me maybe it will be once I play maybe the story will be awesome I don't know but the gameplay is looking good the combat's looking good the animations look really good the graphics are really fucking good this game's quality is way higher than what I expect and um for me personally, it is gameplay-wise intriguing. I do want to play this. In fact, unless I see gameplay come out for this that makes it look horrible later, I would probably pick this up as of now seeing this. Um, um, it, it, everything about it looks like something I would definitely play. So um, I just hate the name. Yeah. Anything else you want to say on it? All right, well, let us know, and this is going to be very short. Uh, let us know in the comments, what do you guys think of Lies of P? Let's break it down. What do you think about the name? Do you like the name? Do you think it works? Do you not give a shit? You're like, ah, it's not that big deal. Or do you love it? You're like, bro, fuck it. I grew up on, on Pinocchio, dude, and he told lies. His nose got big. It's the lies of P, bro, like Pinocchio. Are you it's like not, super, deep, man. you super into uh, Some people do. Some people get, get wild with this shit. Um we think about the gameplay uh are you possibly are you somebody's like do we need another souls game like how many more do we need maybe one of them uh or maybe you're like dude this is looking like a high ass quality fucking souls born game souls like game i'm down to play it let me know uh you know what you're thinking and what do you want from this game do you want it to just be another souls game or are you hoping something else will come from it do you hope the nose grows really long or you fucking impale people with it i do let me know everything you're thinking about in the comments below when it comes to lies of p you think of the name let me know what do you think i gotta know all right next video actual next video i guess the last video was a next video um this is final fantasy 14 and walker and walker launch trailer this i think was the launch trailer for the original launch date but it's still a it launch trailer date, date. okay yeah. um that's good and uh yeah this is going to show some stuff for endwalker the expansion to final fantasy 14 that is still coming out this year and uh, i'm sure it's gonna have a lot of stuff flashing and i'm not gonna have any context but i'm sure i'm gonna love everything i see no i think it's important to note that because it's a launch show this is like advertising material yeah um Comments are turned off. Goddamn. Square doesn't have comments, likes, or dislikes available. They don't even want to fuck around with social media. That's fine with me. Nope. If you want to talk to me, you have to go to forums. 
Um, can't go to the back alleys to talk to us. Pretty much. Um, I'm going to just say this right now. If you are playing 14, you're worried about spoilers, they are here. Uh, so this is your spoiler warning. Uh, if you're not spoiler sensitive or um, you don't play frequently, like someone I know, um, the context is going to be lost. So the spoilers are going to go. And by the time I play it, I will not remember what I saw. Yeah. So that being said, that that was that's the the warning I'm giving you now. Spoiler warning um, from this point on. And you've watched this so multiple times. At least people who are here for Final Fantasy 14 stuff possibly know that you are a huge fan of the series or the game. You play it regularly ish now. Taking um, a break at the moment. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so we will definitely get your thoughts on the trailer as a whole after we watch it. I mean, I'm more interested in yours, obviously, because I do think sure as a as a trailer, obviously, mm. not as a piece of you know Final Fantasy. But this is a long trailer too, which I kind of expect at this point um, from a Square Enix game, I guess. The other thing I'm going to say is the trailer's not over until it's over. Okay. So. All right. Well, we ready to watch this? Always. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go in three, two, one, and go. Awesome. The music's awesome. Uh, I kind of already simmed. And so you venture forth unto the unknown. A fate beyond the horizon that cannot be divined. A future undefined and in flux. In flux. Have a safe journey. And please, please, be careful. That which lives is destined to die. Love leads to loss. Every beginning has an end. Treasure every moment, every step of your descent. And there, in the depths where souls and stars rest, find your truth. Yeah. No, it's, it's really weird. Getting some fucking 
club's PTSD right now. That our only choice is to flee. We've come too far to back down now. Wheresoever there is suffering and despair, you appear to fulfill your duty. Where I'm getting dessert vibes from some of this. <laughs> chills every time yeah they did a really good job transitioning into that to have you at my side it means more to me than you know thank you from the bottom of my heart given what lies ahead i did not wish to leave for later that which i could do today after all tomorrow is never promised Is that it? That's it. The whole thing. No, it was a very good trailer. Uh, <laughs> it started out, and I I know how they do their trailers though. Is it, is it, yeah. Um, I'm gonna get in trouble for that music. No, this uh, is allowed. Okay, that's good. Yeah, thank you. Um, no, uh, it, it uh, especially with a lot of the advertising for Ed and Walker so far, it seems like they start out with like some chill music and then go kind of crazy with it or whatever. But I've also noticed that with other Final Fantasy 14 uh, trailers are like that. But um, but yeah, in the beginning, I was like, yeah, okay, okay. But then it got really fucking good, like pretty intriguing. I'm like, what Final Fantasy is this? Why have I not played this one yet? Um, yeah, it was a good trailer. Definitely, uh, you know, like we keep talking about shows, the stakes are high. It feels like there's, you know, a big end game here happening. Um, I did like a lot of the darker stuff that is so Japanese in, in the designs, <laughs> but like reminded me a lot of Berserk. I've seen designs similar to that in other like anime, stuff like that too, though, where there's like this disturbing look to like demon type things that they got going on and a lot of the red sky clip stuff reminded me a lot of berserk which you especially know, with the black orbs in the sky exactly yeah. i was just like you know i i love that so uh visually it's very cool looking it also kind of creeped me out because when you see stuff like that in japanese stuff i'm like this ain't good yeah. this is bad shit um i wish although i don't because I, i'm not there yet i wish the character stuff meant more to me because mm -hmm. i know this is like impactful shit going on here um but you know it's, it's it is wasted on me because i'm not caught up in the story so i don't know what's going on but in a way it's probably good that i'm not too far in the story where i'm like wait what happens um it is cool to see stuff nods from like uh you said four and ten but mm -hmm. uh i haven't seen uh anima mm -hmm. 
for a long time. I forgot about that fucking summon. So uh, it's interesting to see that in anything, let alone an MMO. Um, and yeah, overall, is 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 really cool to watch. Um, I really would like to revisit this game soon, but uh, right now I can't even plan on playing anything that's not like a priority right now. Um, in November, December, because I gotta there's games I gotta fucking play to know if uh, you know they're on my list or not for game of the year. But um, I do have a game plan next time I revisit this game. I want to try different classes because um, it's not something I've I haven't explored fourteen as much as I have any other MO. Mm-hmm. So it's weird that I haven't. Um, yeah, I mean, what do you think of this trailer? You're you're playing it. I know you're excited for Endwalker. Uh, did this trailer do it for you as a launch trailer? Um, I actually, this trailer is a lot better for me than the last trailer. I, uh, and I this agree. trailer was really good. Yeah. But this one, um, especially with context, uh, they definitely want you to feel that uh, the the stakes are the highest they've ever been because it is literally the end of days. Yeah, like. It's now or never, like, mm-hmm. or else everything's gone. So. I, they definitely convey that in the trailer. Yeah. Um, the, and it's been a long buildup to this point. Mm-hmm. Um, even for you, it's not really like spoilers, but the, the, the scene where it shows like the, the busted up city with the huge, like spiky structure, that's Garlemald. That's where the empire's from. It's destroyed mm-hmm. now. Interesting. So, um, cause they basically went into civil war and then, the end of days is starting and yeah. Hmm. So, um, yeah. Um, the only thing I don't like, and people keep talking about it. Cause I guess in final fantasy four, there's some nods. Cause this is very heavily final fantasy four themed. Mm-hmm. Um, there's twins in final fantasy four and bad things happen to them. There's twins in this game. And then at the end here, Alphano is like death flagging like a motherfucker while he's talking. Like this whole part where it shows all of his friends while he's talking mm-hmm. about like last chances. That's I'm like, oh my god, you're not gonna fucking kill him, are you? So I'm like, kind of like freaking out about that. We will find out. <laughs> you know, it's Final Fantasy, man. I, they're gonna kill somebody. I do think someone's gonna die in this expansion. Hundred percent. I I don't. Even, I'm not even planning. I know that. Yeah, it's, so. If this is a conclusion of a Final Fantasy story, they're gonna kill somebody. Like they're not. Final Fantasy doesn't fuck around. Yeah. They'll come I don't know, off I, their main character. I'm uh I'm also like, and I think a lot of people who've been playing since 2.0, especially, or even 1.0, I guess, but 2.0 specifically when the game became more uh, accepted. Mm-hmm. Um This is the story that that's ending at this point. After this, yeah. they have to start over. And so, like, after this, because I'm sure this will be great. Mm-hmm. But what's next? That's the big question. Yeah. And like as much as I can watch this and get excited for it, I, in the back of my head, I'm like, yeah, but what are you going to do next? Yeah, because, I mean, like, <laughs> anybody who's playing, playing this or any MMO, they know they're not just going to end the MMO, but some people out there who might not have any reference to Final Fantasy fourteen or MMOs in general, um, you know, this story's going to conclude, but they got to carry on the, the service, essentially, at the base minimum. The MMO has to continue. Especially with the OCP talking about, like, looking ahead for the next 10 years still exactly so, so you know even though the story that you've been building this whole time is going to conclude uh that doesn't mean a new arc won't start yeah um and which it 100 is gonna so but you know you don't know what's going to be especially because you're invested in this story where's this one going 
Um, so yeah, it's interesting you bring up uh, being concerned about characters or whatever though, because obviously that means you're invested in them. Yeah, which is good to know because as far as I am into the game. I'm not super invested in any of the characters, although there was a scene I thought was really cool. So it's really funny, the part of that you're in the game, because uh -huh. so many people have just started this year, so I've got to watch multiple people go through the story at this point. Yeah. About the point you're at is where people start like actually going, oh, the characters aren't just like random characters. And they yeah, 100%. Like, ah. in, in the vanilla content, it, it does feel as though they're Final Fantasy-themed NPCs. Yeah. That, you know, there's some stuff going on, but about the same as, like, if you run up to a random character in a normal single-player Final Fantasy and talk to them, they're like, yeah, oh, I lost my brother, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, that's cool, but, like, you know, I'm just going to go talk to someone else. And there's a couple cutscenes towards the end of where I was just at um, that started showing some personality and some stakes. And I was like, oh, okay, there's there's some sacrifice going on here. That's interesting. When I, through the course of... Um, Heaven's Ward, like most of your allies aren't there, so like, yeah, you only really get to spend time with Alpha now. Um, yeah, some characters are starting to get introduced. I, I recognized some characters that showed at the end that I just met, yeah, and where I'm at in the game. So, um, it's interesting they're still around, yeah, because I didn't know if the, they were going to be temporary or if they're now characters, and it seems like they are now characters in the story, so. Which is cool because that's one thing that kind of felt like it was missing where I'm at in the game as well. It's like you are just kind of hanging out with like two people and then you kind of stop by and say hi to a couple people. Yeah, the first expansion definitely once you have that like bleak alone feel. Yeah. Um, and then you go into Stormblood and the story gets a little weaker, but it does a lot of good world building. Mm. And Shadowbringers is just a masterpiece. But um, So this has a lot to live up to in that regard too, but I think they'll do it. So. I think they're going to do it too. Um, I, I've only heard you know better and better things about their expansions, so um, which is great because typically MO expansions can be very hit or miss. Hundred percent. Yeah. So yeah. that they are really going all in on this story, being you know a huge centerpiece to um, the progression of the expansions, and it seems to be satisfying for people. Um, is really cool. They also constantly expand their social features, which is huge. I was going to say, I, I know like they add classes and all that stuff, new locations. Do they add like, you know how like WoW comes out and like an expansion for WoW comes out and like there's some like new feature and people either love it or they fucking hate it and they want them to change it back. WoW only releases in-game content. They don't do features anymore. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. Some <laughs> new endgame content that people are going to grind out on, but like they don't like it or they don't like how it changed things. And this isn't me trying to bring up WoW for any no, reason no, for sure. outside of like as an example. Does Final Fantasy fourteen the have new features? The, the rating scene doesn't change. Okay, um, it is set in stone. It's not broke. They don't fix it, and the community is fine with that. It seems like what they do instead is they add extra stuff outside of the main progression uh -huh. to do when you're not raiding or for the more casual people, because as anyone who like actually pays attention to MMOs and realizes 85% of the player base is casual. <clears throat> yeah. So, I believe that. Um, so they're the ones paying the bills and you yeah. got to make them want to be there. And I think that's uh, where one game is weak. 
and why people are not happy with it anymore because the majority of people who play aren't interested in the hardcore live in dynamics. Like I have to do this every day to, to progress yeah. um, for rating. Um, and the people who are into that, they're getting the stuff they want, but even, you know, it's becoming more chore like versus like 14. It has a stuff, but it's never as, um, as much of it. Like the, the ease of access is our barrier to ac- access is much lower. Okay. And then, like in this expansion, for example, they're adding, it's called Island Sanctuary, and it's a zone that is literally a slow living game mode where you can have your minions run around, oh, yeah, your chocobo can run around, you get a house to decorate. That's cool. It's literally like inspired by Animal Crossing, they pretty much said. Yeah. Uh, they also warned they're not Animal Crossing. They haven't spent years and years and years developing it, so don't expect a lot, but um, it is just another social thing because you know people can visit that's something i think more and should be doing is that kind of like home fucking show off the things you've achieved have things to do there uh social type features actually speaking of that this is a little side note during the uh, uh um media tour one of the interviews with the osgp um, game director in case you don't know um Asked him, you know, basically like what he what where his inspiration comes from, and and Yoshi actually said he plays Call of Duty as well. So he he pull he's like I pull inspiration from everything I play. He's like I play I play MMOs, I played Ultima Online, I played EverQuest, I played WoW, blah blah. blah. He's like, but I also play games like Call of Duty, blah blah. blah. Interesting. They're editing in fourteen. I thought it was funny after after these interviews to see this. You know how in 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 Call of Duty, like everything you do unlocks like different things for your nameplate. Yeah, they're adding nameplates with customizable features and stuff like that in this expansion smart <laughs> those little things fucking matter dude you can like, put your achievements on a name plaque now that's awesome <laughs> you were saying something that's no that's i i don't remember i i just think that is uh it's it's cool he's drawing inspiration from other things like that and uh those little things are are interesting um because they're not no, it's playing Call of Duty for that, but it does add to the, oh, I got this. I, I can kind of add to the flair of my character or whatever. All these little things kind of add to, I guess, maybe feeling at home playing something because you've been putting work into this and now you have more ways to show it. Yeah. So that's uh, definitely a cool little thing they're adding. Also adding a new PvP mode. Interesting. Because um, they're trying to, this is a test, but they're basically trying to like, soft reboot pvp and if it works they'll probably roll it out the rest pvp but um just because people have basically said like it's the weakest part of the game i've never heard anybody like uh talk it up and anytime i bring it up i expect somebody to go well no the pvp is actually like i don't even get that i tell them they're like yeah pretty much but then at the same time i think of everyone i know who plays final fantasy 14 and i think of people who typically are drawn to final fantasy in general and not to generalize too much, but none of them really scream to me highly competitive. I want to go do PVP type people. Like most of them either want to play a game for their story or they want to socialize with their friends. Well, I think the big problem with 14 PVP that it can't attract people who are into that either because it doesn't have um, a solidly competitive version. Yeah. It has huge, large scale 72 player PVP, which is not what, people into pvp or after they want more yeah, like weird. 
small group versus each yeah. other, go up a scoreboard type thing. Um, the other mode is more like a MOBA, where it's two teams, but then there's resources you collect to make robots that you can help push points, break crystals, get to their beats. Mm -hmm. MOBA. That's pretty and cool. it, it's fun, but it's also not what PvP people are looking for, um, so it doesn't yeah. get played. This new mode is like, there's a path, and then there's like, uh, almost like a payload is the only way I can think to, to word it right now. But you fight there, and then it pushes towards, and you're trying to get it to the end of the road for your team, basically. Mm. Uh, but it is 5v5, so it's small scale. Okay. And then they're getting rid of job-specific roles. So, like, healers aren't, like, necessarily healers, but they'll have an ultimate move, which leans into the heal role. But everyone, basically, is going to be... Stats and stuff like that are going to be a completely just made for PvP. Everyone's going to be a damage dealer, pretty much. And then you'll have a move to identify your character. So almost like heroes in a hero shooter. Yeah, they're simplifying it a lot. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. So. At least they're trying something. Um, that is something that I was talking with someone about recently is like balancing for PvP and PvE in the same game is pretty rough. So most of the time, I think people just need to separate the two. When it comes to balance, which they already did, yeah, like don't don't balance PV content for the PVP stuff. You need to you need to just have a separate thing where you go into PVP and the balance is different. Yeah. Um, a lot of games do it, some games don't, and uh, I just think it's smarter that way. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it, it's uh, received because they they really are kind of just like redoing it. Well, that works, and people like it. They can make other modes with a similar system mm -hmm. of like you know have like an ultimate, but everything's still PvP. Everyone's a damage dealer situation. Yeah, and then the other complaint was PvP didn't really have rewards. Um, That's the big thing. The reason why I haven't really played it when I played Final Fantasy fourteen, because I was like, if I'm not working towards something, and the PvP is like meh, according to most people, there's stuff to buy. But yeah. it's not a lot. It should be, and I know the community's not PvP centric mostly, but um, it'd be a lot more exciting if there was more things to work towards. Oh, so they're adding. Hold your breath a second. They're adding a battle pass. There's no pay for version, and rewards don't disappear forever. They come back as purchasable things after the battle pass ends. Okay. So you can still get them later. Because my big concern was FOMO, right? Fear of missing out. Because that's not a way to make fun. Because then mm -hmm. people feel like they have to instead of they want to. Oh, yeah. You can be in there every day, build up that battle pass. But once that battle pass is gone, the rewards don't disappear. They just become purchasable items later. So you can take mm -hmm. your PvP currency and buy them. So you don't miss out. You just don't get them that week or that season or whatever. Gotcha. So. It's interesting. Uh Kind of off topic, but when it comes to battle passes, not really. Um, Deep Rock Galactic has a new update that came out that had four new guns, which means four new ways to progress because they have skill trees and shit. Mm -hmm. um, they had a new mode to that, but they're also adding or added uh, a battle pass, which at first is like, why don't do that? But um, I don't know if it's pay for it. I didn't find anything about paying for it anywhere. Yeah, the 14 one but, has no premium um, version. But they did in the trailer I watched. Uh, really specify that um anything that uh you miss in this battle pass you'll be able to access later in a so they, it's the same idea okay. they haven't they haven't explained how you're gonna be able to do it but they're just letting people know that you're not gonna miss out on it if you do, if you don't hop in which i appreciate because um 
people, I, I think the most respectful battle pass I've ever seen in a game ever is oddly RDOs. Because it's only 25 levels and you can knock it out in like three days. And it gives you back the gold you've paid, which is not that weird because other games have done that. Um, but it's so it's at that point you're just buying the gold you you purchase to get it and get back and then getting rewards for it. It's just a way for them to get you to buy gold essentially, but yeah, um, and give you give you uh, cosmetics and shit. But um, but yeah, it, it completely respects your time. My biggest problem with battle or battle rounds, fucking uh, battle passes, is um, they want you to know life their game yeah. all month. And as much as if I'm really into a game, sometimes I'm like, well, I'm already fucking leveling anyway, so might as well. Unless I decide to only fucking, like I did it one month with uh, Dead by Daylight. And, uh, you know, I was stoked to get all the stuff I unlocked. But I was like, dude, I had to play this a lot to fucking get through this battle pass. I fucking hate that. Sure. It's man. insulting because they're like, you need to only play our game. Otherwise, you don't get all the shit. And, and then it disappears. And that was my concern when they showed the picture of it. I was like, uh-oh. But then he was very specific. He was like, "This you're not gonna miss out. You can still play the game casually. It's fine. Yeah. Like we don't want you to feel like you have to be playing every day." So, yeah, it's a good way to burn you out. Like I, after that battle pass with Dead by Daylight, I stopped playing after that. And it's not because I obviously like Dead by Daylight a lot. I think it's a really fun game. Um, but playing nonstop to try and like I'm like I'm gonna get to the fucking end of this battle pass, and I did. I'm like, All right, I'm done with this game for fucking months now. Yeah, so, yeah. It's it's just not a uh, it's. I think we're seeing a lot more people start to realize that the, the respect so. of people's time yep. um, people to do, is dude. the longevity of your game because people might like buy in for the first month, but after that they might not come back. And I think games like specifically as we brought up in the past, like path of exile and I'm going to use Final Fantasy 14 as an example, they, they know that it's okay for people to leave. You just have to give them a reason to come back every yep. once in a while. So for sure. Yeah, anything else? No, I mean that song at the end the with the the uh the and I'm sure it's one of many versions of the theme song cuz they do yeah. that every expansion. I love that version. It is so intense. Yeah. So. Yeah, I uh I, I recognized the song. I was I was going to say when watching I liked this um this version of it. Um it, yeah, because we got the female singer in the original, the other trailer. Yeah, I just uh, it, it's it's it has an epic sound to it. It sounds yeah. like a like a finale song. It's it's and I'm a sucker for anything that's like dramatic sounding musically. So um, I've really enjoyed that rendition of it. Yeah, I I the entire community says it enough, but Sokin is amazing, man. Like Square's lucky to have the guy. So. Yeah. Definitely. Anything else? No. You excited? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If there's anything I will be excited for, it's definitely this. Yeah. So I've invested years into playing this game at this point. So. Yeah. I'm hoping I get enough time to uh, hop back into Final Fantasy fourteen and um, try and learn learn more about the game to get more invested in it. Because a lot of times I feel like I am visiting and I feel like I am just asking questions and getting them answered. And like I was thinking about, it, I'm like, dude, when I play MMOs, I don't. That's not typically the situation I'm in. Normally, I like I fucking learn the game, I start playing it, and with Final Fantasy fourteen, I don't feel like 100 percent like comfortable with it yet, which is so weird because I've played it off and on for years. So, um, yeah, I want to hop in there, sample the classes. I 
it's one of the only MMOs I haven't gone through and tried out different classes a whole lot. I've played like three of them. Well, the amount of people um, in our circle playing it now too, it'd be really easy um, to not even necessarily, not even th- in the regard of like asking questions, like, but like you wouldn't have to necessarily need me, you know, at that moment either. Like if I wasn't available, you could literally just go on Discord and be like, Hey, question. And like yeah. three people would probably be able to answer. That's just typically not even the way I play MMOs though. Like <laughs> normally I play a lot of MMOs on my own because other people aren't playing it, but I know. And so like I go through and I play and I try out the classes, find the ones I like and shit. And so I haven't really done that in 14. I just kind of landed on Monk and I really enjoy it. And then I had some interest in uh, Machinist or the fuck. And then uh, Machinist is great. And I enjoy that one. But then after we watched that uh, action, whatever. Job action trailer. Job action trailer. There was some class in there that I was like, why haven't I tried that? It's because you have to earn classes in, in 14. Um, you have to do certain prerequisites to unlock them. So it's not as accessible as other MMOs. And I just haven't gone and done that. So I should do that so I can try out ones and maybe find one that I fucking really like. Um, because pretty much all I know in 14 is Monk and some machinists, but like I'm way more familiar with Monk. Yeah. And I would also say, and not, not a, in like a way like, oh, well you shouldn't do that cause it's complicated. But, um, mm-hmm. I think melee in 14 is the hardest thing to play. The hardest thing. So, yeah, I don't really find any difficulty in, in combat, but, um, it's just the hardest to optimize your damage and raids versus yeah. other classes. I, uh, I enjoyed monk because it's more involved and a lot of MMOs combat can feel not involved. So I appreciated, uh, at least with the earlier build of monk, I guess uh, a lot of the positional movements and stuff like that. That's mainly, um, yeah. was, was really cool. So, um, yeah, I, uh, definitely want to revisit the game and, possibly just make a make a fucking uh just try and at least beat the fucking expansion i'm in at the especially very least it's like the second best one yeah. like the story especially towards the i already passed that fucking island place man uh, I, hate, I hate running around there i heard uh someone i think preach today was saying he didn't like that zone at all yeah, I hate it. I hate it. every time I go back there. I'm like, oh my god, dude. I don't like revisiting it. It was cool the first time though. It's it's neat looking, but like like the 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 layout of it is really annoying to navigate. And I'm sure when you can fly, it's fucking oh yeah, a whole new fucking thing. Um, but yeah, it's just too like hallway to this area, dead end there, run back here and around here, up there. And uh, yeah, I just don't like the layout. Of I think it. the the big thing too with Heaven's Ward is because that's when they introduce flying. The zones are huge. Yeah, I, I mean, I can see that. It makes sense. So they uh, they they kind of get do their bounds later. Yeah, um, Stormblood has a couple big zones and then a couple reasonable size, and then I think Shadowbringers the zone sizes are perfect, and I think they should probably stay about that size. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. But yeah, I'll have to hop back in. You're stoked. Let us know in the comments. What do you guys think about the Final Fantasy XIV Endwalker launch trailer? Has this got you excited for Endwalker? Were you already excited for it? If you're already playing it, I'm sure you uh, are or have been. Um, if you don't play it, does this do anything for you? Does it make you want to play it? Um, or if you played in the past, does it make you want to return to it? And what are you hoping for from the Endwalker expansion? Um, are you excited for the conclusion of this story arc? Let me know everything you think.
thinking about in the comments below when it comes to Final Fantasy XIV and Walker. Also, let me know your thoughts on the delay. Has it influenced uh, any uh, negative or positive thoughts? Are you cool with it or are you not? Uh, yeah, let me know what you think about. All right, so the time again where we reflect on prior episodes and read your comments if you want your comment for sure to be read type in hashtag stlg otherwise i pick at random although we only have two comments to read this episode which is fine because i'm starting to lose my energy i'm tired baby tired <laughs> okay so we did a reaction to elden ring the very very uh has a lot of people excited game elden ring we watched the official gameplay overview of that so if you'd like to see our uh, reactions to that for the first time us watching it make sure to go check that out and uh, yeah we got a couple comments first one is from Maneki Neko saying how awesome this looks makes February seem so far away now can I just hibernate for two months I feel it uh, yeah sometimes I uh, I'm ready for for time to go fast I'm like can we skip these fucking these months but uh, imagine all the dope ass games you would miss if uh if you did hibernate for those months um but yeah the game is looking fucking awesome i can't wait for february as well although i kind of can wait because 2022 is going to be so fucking jam-packed with so many fucking games so many high tier high quality triple a and not triple a games that are that i want to play so bad that i'm going to be bitching throughout all next year about how I don't have even more so don't have time to fucking play these games. Uh, luckily Elden Ring will be coming out early in the year. So I will have a lot of the year to get my fill in that game. But uh, man, if there's not a game that has been delayed into infinity or uh, has you know been told it's going to come out in 2025, they're all coming out next year. Mm -hmm. Everything, all the highest hyped games are coming out in 2022. And uh this is one of them, so uh, I, I, I'm, I'm trying to savor, even though I feel rushed now playing games, um, <laughs> I gotta get ready for next year too, so yeah. um, I think I can wait, wait it out, but uh, it it's coming out soon, I mean like it's it's really around the corner, so um, I think you can, I think you can wait, I think you got this. I think it'll go by faster than you think. Oh yeah, so. especially at our age, dude, fucking these days are going by quick. Have anything to add to that? That was it. All right, perfect. Thank you for the comment, Maneki Neko. And uh, yeah, we'll be playing Elden Ring sooner than you think. Uh, we got a comment from Writer's Block. His name is just Writer's Block now. Good to hear from you, by the way. Uh, hopefully everything is good. Uh, he says, basically Dark Souls 3 plus its Cinders mod plus Convergence mod plus Sekiro plus the soundtrack of Bloodborne plus a world that looks as backwards and wretched as anything out of FromSoft. Uh, I'm here for it. I do wonder if we'll have emergent moments. Uh, will dragons randomly ambush and such, or it's map game where you just clear out areas with set enemy spawns and you don't encounter anything outside of that. I'm also curious about that. Uh, the last part you kind of allude to almost sounds like Far Cry. Sounds like an Ubisoft game which I would almost not like. Uh, one thing I didn't like, though, they're reusing a lot of animations from their previous games and even sound effects. Not necessarily a fan of that. Those clunky finishers are getting old, and so are the over-the-top sounds when you stab someone. Look at Demon Souls remake. They definitely should have taken inspirations. Thoughts? 
Um, only that I think the um, finisher slash sound effects thing is obviously very subjective because I love it and I don't even play the games. Yeah. But uh, I think it, it, it does what it's supposed to do, which is give you a moment of like impact. So, um, but I could, I could see maybe wanting to change it up. Um, the Demon Souls remake is an interesting one just because like, obviously that was made by someone else. So, um, they did a great job. Don't get me wrong. And I, I would love for them to, to remake a bunch of other games at this point. They definitely show that they can do it. So, but yeah, yeah I don't know anything about these mods you're talking about. And, um, hopefully, uh, with the, the bosses, if they are in set areas, hopefully it's, uh, at least on cinematically at that point, I don't want it to be like, uh, you know, like kill X amount of people for bosses show up. That'd be really lame. I, hopefully it's just like you show up and this like set piece happens and cause at least then it's cinematic. So, yeah. Uh, I also don't know much about the mods uh, you're talking about, but I do agree that it is a wide amalgamation of a lot of things. It's hard, even when I did that reaction, it's hard for me to pinpoint what exactly this game is because it's obviously something new, but it obviously is taking from a lot of the things they've done in prior games. Um, and every time I go to talk about that with anybody, um, it's hard uh, to put my finger on it. It's got a, it's got a fucking certain je ne sais quoi about it that like feels so familiar like all from software games do nowadays but also feels pretty different too and again i think it is just like all these different factors all these different influences from games they've done in the past that all feel familiar but the mixture of all those and some of the newer elements to this game like i said in that reaction video it seems a lot more higher fantasy um makes for something that uh feels familiar but also feels different uh with that said though i do agree that uh regardless of if they are absolutely repurposed animations and sound effects or if they're something that's just similar i mean you might be on something i don't know um it could be the exact same animations and sound effects or it could be something very very similar i think both those things uh are um they're hit or miss because uh it adds this ecosystem to the from software games where it feels like home it feels uh like you know you know what you're getting into all oh, these animations remind me of la that last game i love so much and the sound effect but at the same time too i think when i talk about how these games feel very similar to each other and i love them all but you know they don't feel like they deviate too far from each other those are factors in you know feeling like you are having an experience that is you've already had um so as much as i don't mind if they reuse sound effects and animations i would like them to to try something different um i would like them to explore new avenues to see what they could offer i mean like these guys i don't know if these specific people work on this but like from software made fucking uh you know armored core um it's a very different game and i i've seen people talking about if they brought armor core back they would want to be a souls born i'm like what why no don't do that like yeah. we don't need more of that i want like traditional fucking armored core back um the only thing i'd even want them to take from the lessons they've learned from the souls games would just be um making things feel impactful like hits and stuff like that but also yeah. 
um, just the hitbox stuff. I would love to see like just oh the the hitbox stuff is really good and it makes the game feel outside of the camera uh, fucking sometimes makes the game feel like fair. Yeah. Um, because you can dodge that move. It wasn't like a hitbox problem. Uh, the point I'm bringing up Armor Core though is like they have made very different games than what they're making now. And uh, not that I want them to completely change their formulas that are working so well. And they are changing them, but they're like evolving them. Um, I would like to see them try something uh, that seems fucking out of the box for them. And they're not going to do that if they are using similar animations or the same animations or similar sound effects or the same sound effects. Um, so as much as it's safe, and I don't think most people are going to complain, I also think... Um, yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I, I'd like them to do new things. I mean, I don't want to say it's lazy, but uh, it would be more commendable if they were, you know, using new stuff, doing new stuff. Um, though I'm not the type of person who thinks everybody needs to innovate every time they make anything new. Um, there are people out there like that. I'm like, well, what, what's innovating? Um, that's a slow evolution nowadays. It's an amalgamation of, of different things that innovate nowadays. It's not one person with a brand new idea. It's very, very rare. Um, I digress. Not a fan of those clunky finishers. Yeah, I think they had a time and a place for sure. I would like to see something a little more modern, but I think it's acceptable because this is what we assume we're getting from a From Software game now. But I agree with you 100%. And then... Yeah, I mean, I already talked about it in my my our reaction video, but um, uh, I do wonder also about the dragons. Are they random? Are they set pieces? Uh, and are zones cleared, or do enemies respawn and refill and repopulate? Um, it is a fantasy game, so uh, I wouldn't be surprised if something is summoning these things, which would be a good way to just respawn enemies. Um, I wouldn't be surprised at all if they do that. Um, it would be interesting though if you can clear areas like a Far Cry game, there's like an encampment area and you go through and kill everything there. But then when you use, I forget what they're called in this, but like the bonfire, will it just reset them? That would be very at home with what they do already. So um, that should be really interesting for them to do that in a open world game. I'd be curious on how they how they handle that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I agree with a lot of things you're saying here and I don't know anything about these mods, but I'm sure I, I should uh, Google them. And uh, I appreciate the breakdown of, uh, of your thoughts on that because uh, you bring up some really good points, specifically with the, uh, the animations and the sound effects. It's, uh, it's an interesting take. Specifically when these type of games come up, and I love them, but you only hear positives, which is great. Like I'm glad people love them and stuff, but it is uh, cool to hear... Um, you know, a light critique on on things. I no game's infallible except for Metal Gear Solid. Um, but yeah, really good, uh, really good breakdown. Anything else you want to add? All right. Well, thank you everybody who commented on this video and uh, future videos. You want to comment on this video? We'll read on the next one. And if you want to be uh, first in line and for sure read, type in hashtag STLG in your comment. Otherwise. We pick at random. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of TasteCast, episode 152. As always, thank you for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe if you enjoy this episode. Make sure to check out our other episodes. Check us out on our socials and our streams. Links down below. I do plan on doing some streams again here soon. And, 
Yeah, you can check us out on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us. And we have a Patreon. If you'd like to support this channel, more than liking, commenting, sharing, and subscribing if you're brand new. Chevy, thank you for joining me on this Tasty Cast. And uh, yeah, I've been Seth. Until the next episode, have a good one, guys, and take it easy.